Sports Radio 560 WQAM Miami Fort Lauderdale presents the Neil Rogers Show. To talk to Neil, call 567-0560 toll free for Dave and Broward or pound 560 on your cell phone. The opinions of Neil, his guests, callers, or anyone else on the show do not necessarily reflect those of WQAM, Beasley Reed Acquisitions, or the Beasley Broadcast Group. Now, Neil Rogers on Sports Radio 560 QAM. It's Dave! Miami Town. All right! At 560-WQAM! Bowser Conception. He's a wonderful toy. Had a major win spurt. Watch the Hershey Highway and reading Martha Stewart. He's winning lots of races, baby. And the Pavages win the Pavages. Spirit with no mistake. Just getting mud for the job. Boys of the Rainbow. Wicked sitting NASCAR. Wiping ass on Martin. She's a gay bar. The fans won't be dizzled when they find out he makes it triple. Watch him race away. I found the boy is gay. Oh my God. All right. Even on the racetrack, Lassie can maneuver, has the biggest fan club, and it sucks just like a Hoover. The fans don't forgotten my baby, it's been that he likes to home. Racing out this always matches. Hey, look at him, he's wearing red. Uh, fans won't be tickled when they find out he makes it trickle. Watch it race away. I down the board is Must be talking about Gail Gordon, right? I mean, he's dead on his books. Plus, he's dead now, so you can say that. It must be Gail Gordon or like uh, some other Gordon. It's uh, 10.03 at 560 WQM. Happy Wednesday to you. I saw last night, you know, on uh, the cable channels, all the cable channels have got these local cut-ins where local advertisers buy spots that are, you know, local spots, even though it's on a cable. And I have no idea. I probably should have written down what account it was for, what client, what sponsor. But it was on the Weather Channel. Maybe some of you have seen this spot. I've never seen anything like this in my life. In my life. On the bottom of the 
screen throughout the entire ad, on every uh, part of the uh, commercial, there was a fish symbol. So the message is, only if you're Farbisinagoyim like we are, only if you're professional Gentiles, should you do business with us. I, isn't that the message that they're trying to convey? Sure. It's like that Christian Yellow Pages thing, the same thing. I appreciate that. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. In other words, if you don't want to do business with those of us who are Jews, atheists, Buddhists, uh, Seventh-day Adventists, whatever the hell we might be, uh, only born-again Christians, then please be sure and put the fish symbol there on your ads, and we'll just stay the hell away and do business with somebody else. Okay? Okay! Thank you. So last night, well, I'm telling you, I'm so punchy this morning, I don't know whether to scream or I eat Chiquita banana. First of all, I watched a couple of periods of that Panther game, which they wound up with a 2-2 tie, by the way, in case you uh, missed out on our uh, Mike Renary show this morning here on QAM. At any rate, they wound up with a 2-2 tie. I managed to stay through the first two periods. By the way, great game, Pittsburgh and Calgary last night. What a performance by Marty Straka. Oh, oh my God. Player of the game, he was unbelievable. Anybody see that on your uh, little dish? No. Wow. Marty struck. I told you, I tried to tell that hard-ass Doug McLean, none of these people listen to me. I know nothing, okay? So at any rate, I managed to stay awake through two periods and taped the third period, went to bed. And for some bizarre reason, it must be my psychic powers again. Couldn't sleep worth a crap. And why didn't I sleep worth a crap? Because I was laying there thinking about this place. For the first time in a long time, I've had a real good success rate on that for several months now kind of putting all of that on the back burner and avoiding being concerned about the uh, Bush League. But here it is a year later. Maybe Hank kind of like s sowed the seeds yesterday because I'm driving home out of here yesterday and I hear Hank talking about our sales manager, Screw Ann, and about how she must have the naked pictures and he had another major run-in with her and how there's no communications and yada, 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 which you've heard me say a million times. And maybe that kind of like planted the seeds and rekindled because I've been sitting here with tremendous frustration for months on end. And now it kind of brings back all this whole long year. And here we are a year later. Then I come in this morning because my dog, evidently, it must have rubbed off on him too, the little dog. He couldn't sleep. And then all of a sudden I hear scratching uh, on the floor and look in the other room. And oh, my God. And then this morning he keeps me up all night long to make, to make sure I get no sleep at all. And this morning I go in there and find like bloody diarrhea all over. So he's at the vet right now, okay? I think my little dog has bloody diarrhea from the QAM sales department is what it is. Don't you think? Yeah. I think that's what it is. I, no, seriously, I think that the stress, you know how you transfer, transference of stress? Because I was under enormous stress, and all of a sudden I noticed he couldn't sleep. He's uh, potching around, running around the floor, making deposits all over the place. And then by the time the morning came, he was already not eating and had bloody sleep. Oh, man. So I've had a lovely day. I've been on my hands and knees scrubbing and just all kinds of, like, bloody diarrhea off the carpet. Time for dry concept. What? I'm eating. Well, excuse me, okay? That's part of the Neil Rogers diet. I mean, it's no Dr. Stillman's lipotherm diet, which I'll talk about in a minute, which I see a half a page ad in the Herald for this bullcrap. It's not that, but it's the Neil Rogers diet. Just think about getting on your hands and knees with, uh, you know, with wet towels, cleaning up bloody diarrhea from your dog, or maybe from like a human, and uh, that'll that'll uh, put your appetite on the back on the back burner, huh? That's right. You'll lose your appetite so fast you'll take your brains out. So, little dog is at the vet this morning. Speaking of dogs, which we were yesterday, and like I said, anybody who's not a dog lover, although little dogs, it's a oh, it's a very specialized thing. It's a compartmentalized thing, little dogs, tiny little yappy, pain-in-the-ass dogs who a lot. But at any rate, you know, during this, uh, the first year, which ended December 30th, I think I did about three shows that I can recall, three shows where I just sat down here and I just went nuts. I just did a tirade on this place. 
three that I can recall very vividly. And I don't know, maybe I'll do another one today. Maybe I'm in the mood for it. I don't have a lot of energy because I had no goddamn sleep at all. Mostly uh, because of my little dog all over the place, but also partly because I couldn't sleep tossing and turning, thinking about this place and the unprofessionalism and how they don't care. See, the first clue should have been the very first couple of days that we were on air here last year. And we go to the recorded commercials into the first spot break, and we hear a spot where the guy is saying, some lobster termidor. And it was, uh, like, all muffled and muddy, and you couldn't understand a goddamn word on the spot. And I looked at George, and he looked at me, and we're saying, like, is somebody really paying for that spot? Is, is that, like, supposed to be a real commercial? Yeah. Do we care about it? No. No. And then it took us, like, about a month of screaming and yelling and carrying on about that till they finally decided that one of the cart machines, which is older than Methuselah, maybe we shouldn't be playing carts in that because people are paying for their commercials. And then we went, we kind of, after they got that kind of cleared up, and remember that audio vault? <laughs> that Gregory came down here and breathlessly announced to you that day that the audio vault was in. Did we ever get that on QAM, the audio vault? No. To have that computerized so that everything is clear and crisp and you can actually understand what's being said. Did we get that? No. But at any rate, so we kind of moved from that along to the Lenny Martez, Robert Grieper, um, who's the other one that did the uh, Lobster Termidor spot? Ralph. Ralph. We, we moved along to the 10, 10-year-old board ops doing the spots. Experience what winning is all about. When like, you... like that, right? Even being, uh, people who can't speak, people who are unintelligible, people who are probably very nice guys, but you can't understand what they're saying doing commercials. And it, it just it just amazes me that, uh, you know, these are people who they really don't care. And I don't know about you, but when you work with people and you know that they don't give a crap, it's very uh, it, it's debilitating. It's very frustrating, and it's, it's a real downer when you know that most of the people who work around you don't care about these things. They don't give a crap. I mean, not even a tiny little, no, not a crap. And then so I come in this morning and find out from George, and we only, by the way, Greg Reed, you are the world's number one communicator, baby. Oh, baby, I want to tell you, this man, like Hank said yesterday, we're in the communications business, but there is none here. You'll never find any. So I, we find out by accident, only because we had this one account where the copy yesterday was just unacceptable. And so uh, George goes to Gary Sarner, the all-time bozo, by the way, who just got a promotion. He's our new, well, what is he, national? That's right. The bigger bozo you are here, the higher up the food chain you go. That's right. The more naked pictures you got in a drawer somewhere, the higher up you go on the food chain. It's always the same three people. It's the water Nazi, and it's the uh, screw in, and it's Gary Sarner. They got all the naked pictures. And we find out that there's been a reorganization in our sales department. Did anybody bother telling us about this? No. Did we uh, know any of the these new salespeople? Do they know them? Do we know us? No. Uh, nothing. Apparently, no one told anyone. No one told anyone. Like I said, Greg Reed gets our award of the month. Oh. The worst communicator in the history of radio. Buys a great meal of Roots Chris. I appreciate that, but boy. Where do you find Hank Goldberg? Right where you got it. Hey, Sports Radio 560 QAM. Salespeople are ice holes. I have no problem with default, but default is somewhat intimidated. And it's like laws or Peter. Oh, wait, 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 wait a minute. Intimidated by what, Jeff? What do you have that I'm intimidated by? Well, I don't know. You kind of turn red when I come in the studio. Why, why would I turn red when you come in here? Just because I'm looking at a guy that's uh, trying to warm his way onto this show. I'm not warming my way on. I don't want your well, what are you talking about? You know what? This goes back. Let's clear the air right now, Jeff Rimmer. Yeah, back at the Isle of Dreams, former radio station, when you came on the air on Neil Rogers' show and trashed virtually everybody that worked at the station... 
I got the feeling that you were sending a message to Neil and trying to work your way around going through conventional systems that, about getting a job on the air that you were saying that I was sandbagging your chances of getting on the radio. Absolutely. And that's what I kept hearing from people Absolutely. that knew you personally. And instead of saying it to me, you're running around saying, oh, well, this DeForest is the reason I'm not getting a job. No, that's not true. That's not true. But anyway, I want to move no, on. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. You're just going to move on? Move on. You're saying I'm jealous of what you're doing? No, and I'm not I, saying Well, what that. is that? You come on our show and really. say that? No. I'm What I am saying, though, is this. I just feel sometimes you kind of get a little uncomfortable. I'm intimidated by you. Well, who wouldn't be uncomfortable with a guy that's trying to stab you in the back? Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, 1015 at 560 WQ. One thing about Defoe, he's just a little bit paranoid. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Just a little bit psychotic and paranoid, like that confrontation we had in the hallway at IOD. Ba, 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 like a half an hour after I got off work one day about how I was trying to get, accuses me of trying to get Rimmer in there and uh, take his job. Just, I mean, anybody that's paranoid about Jeff Rimmer is really paranoid, you know? Uh-huh. And now, of course, I noticed that uh, they're, like, not mentioning our show anymore. And then, didn't I make it very clear the other day? I said, if you listen to the worst team, that's great. We don't want them to lose one listener because, you know, we're all in this uh, thing together. In fact, even our even our ratings bonuses are tied in together in part. You know, we want to make sure every show on this station does great. But if you're not one of those people that listens to that show, Rick and Suds are in the morning on the uh, stupid talk is what I said. And I said, I listen to them. Have I, have I ever said I listen to our morning show in the year that I've been here? Have I ever said that I really listen very much to it? No. I've said just the opposite. Because it, 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 the callers on air and the incessant, hey, you think they can stop the Denver running game and Darrell Davis? Uh, it's it just not of any interest to me. It's ponderous. It's repetitive. It's boring. And Jelly gets on my nerves. But other than that, and so, uh, you know, and obviously now there's another problem developing there, which is going to be his problem, not mine. Speaking of Rick and Suds, here's a fact that says, and I heard them coming into work this morning, Rick and Suds, and it sounded like they were having a pretty good show. Did you listen? Oh, you didn't listen. George hates Rick. But no, then, huh? I just forgot. I was listening to... Uh... Craftwork or something. Oh. Well, you forgot that. Well, maybe that's why they were having a good show. And Rick only very briefly once mentioned, oh, the S&P futures is up 12 points. <laughs> yeah. He, but very briefly, even it didn't bother me that much because he moved right on to where they're talking about some woman that spunk in the library up in Boca who smells real bad. My wife was telling me about her because she used to work in that library. You see, Rick and Suds hit the jackpot. Oh! They were getting a billion calls about that. Let us talk about somebody that smells real bad. <laughs> they would have meetings. They would have staff meetings just about this woman. Yeah, I've known a few people like that in the library. They stunk. Yeah, oh, so don't be playing that rumor stuff. Defoe will get all bent out of shape again. What's with Defoe? Maybe the fact that he puffed up and got so chubby is what's getting to him. You know, maybe his pressure is up there. Defoe's a good guy. Everybody likes Defoe, don't they? No. Yes, they do. But he takes it so goddamn hard. He takes it to heart. It's a radio show. What is he getting all defensive and psychotic about? Anyway, the fact is, since I work uh, afternoons and nights, I never listen to Rick and Sud. I decided to give them a try since you're promoting them so much. Uh, it's not that I'm promoting them. It's just that here are a couple of guys who are just about on the verge of being victims of the, this disgusting, grotesque business. And I have an opportunity to give them a little bit of a promotion over there because I worked with them for about 85 years, and they're pretty good guys. And, you know, as an alternative, if you don't like our morning show, if you don't like Howard with his 20-minute commercial breaks and the lesbians, then here's, here's another, you know, if you don't like a Paul Castanova ripping off everybody else's material, here's another alternative in the morning, okay? I'm giving them a little promotion because I know the people they work for will never do it. And they talk about that uh, every morning now, about the fact that Queer Channel, being a bunch of cheap bastards, will never promote them. In fact, the only reason they got people calling over there and people know that they're on in the morning is because I've been promoting it. Oh, sorry, Depot. 
It says, they're entertaining, but you're right about Rick. He has no idea what he's talking about when he comments on the stock market. He sounds like a pompous moron, and it's boring. It makes me fall back to sleep. Sincerely, Sleeping Beauty. And I rest my case. And again, I'm, I'm not, you know, on the one hand, just because I'm giving a little promotion doesn't make me think I can tell him what to do on that show. But I, I just, I, I've never seen that element. I've worked with him for 112 years. I never heard that element before. And like you said, he got a little bit of money, and all of a sudden he became a, uh, an investor. And the market is zooming, by the way. The Dow's up on Renate, and the Nasdaq's up 46 points. That's all I'm going to say about that. I'm not going to keep repeating it. And the futures is up this, and fair value is that. I, you know, because generally speaking, it's the flea market crowd, not the stock market crowd. The stock market crowd are sitting there right now. They're sitting at their little computers. They're, uh, you know, trading online, and they're, uh, they're plunging their brains out. They're gambling away like crazy, because that's what it is. But right now, things are looking really great. Europe went way to hell up again today. They're way, way up. Phenomenal. But it's boring. It is terminal. It is ponderous. It is really boring. But getting back to this thing about our the whole the whole philosophy of the and the, the sad part about it here at this radio station I've told you this before is there is no competition, none. Rick and Suds in the morning are the only semblance of a show on that radio station now. On stupid talk, the best AM signal in the market right in the middle of the dial. They have nothing else after 10 a.m. Zero, nothing. IOD with that stale, awful uh, marginal news format that they got, it, it's a non-factor anymore. It, it, it might as well, they might as well shut it off now instead of waiting until they build the condos and they block off the tower and have to shut it off the air. They might as well do it now. It's a non-factor, it's a non-competitor with ratings that are minuscule. Is there anybody else on the AM band that speaks English that's even, that would even come to mind? No. No. So the AM band should be owned by WQAM. But the problem is that we have people here who are just interested in vegetating their way through life. They don't care. I mean, professionalism, doing a job for their clients, putting people on here who sound like they belong on here. It's like a production. Do we have a production director at this station? No. In, in Sturgis, Michigan, at WSTR, 1966 and 7, I worked there. I was program director there two years. Sturgis, Michigan. I don't even know how many people were, like 15,000 people there maybe. We had a production person. I mean, he was also did other things on the staff, but he was a production director. You know, who recorded commercials, who you know that kind of stuff, as opposed to bringing in ten-year-old kids from the uh, sports bar. Here you go, Wayne. Do a spot. Okay, hey, come on down and buy a cow. Take the mystery out of Wayne. Take, take the mystery out of Wayne. Take a cow. Well, you want to say that again? Run that by me again. Take the mystery. Man, and and you ask yourself. Don't these people listen? To, I mean, they must listen to the radio station because if I say something that pisses them off, they sure as hell, they, they don't miss a word. They don't miss a goddamn word. But evidently, they just, maybe they tune it down during the spots. Maybe that's what it is. That all these clients are paying a lot of money for. And that we just keep getting a lot of stale stuff brought in here that sits in here day after day and week after week and month after month. Hey, you guys on the air, the air talent, make magic for us now, okay? Even though you've had that copy since before Thomas Edison was a baby, go ahead and make magic for the clients and make them a lot of business, okay, to, uh, if you want. If not, we don't care anyway, because all we, all we really want, I'm telling you, they ought to, when they finish with the new studios upstairs, if and when that ever happens. And when QAM as an entity is totally in this building, we ought to put a big sign on the outside of the building. Just give us the money okay that should be the motto at qam just give us the f***ing money and uh, don't uh, bother us with anything after that 
I've never heard of such a concept. I've never seen anything like it. Mine eyes have never seen the coming of this kind of a uh, dreck. And we've got this one, you know, and they're rotating. We have rota they're perching and rotating on it is what they're doing. We got the local sales manager and the general sales manager and the national sales manager and the sports sales manager and the regional sales manager. Everybody here is a chief uh, cook and a bottle washer. Everybody here's got a title. But in the meantime, nobody talks to anybody else. And like I said, it's only by accident. The, the best part of the deal is this account, which I won't mention which one it was, but this particular uh, com uh, commercial that we had a problem with the last couple of days, uh, which used to be Gary Sarner's account, I thought I just mentioned, who's just gotten promoted for his aptitude. <laughs> uh, a sales guy that uh, never even uh, I never met before, that never heard of the account, that uh, knows from nothing about it. This is the kind of due diligence that goes on here. And, we, and like I said, we've got an open avenue out there. It would be like if all the other teams in any sport, you picked a sport, if they all went out, folded and went out of business, you had the only team, and you still couldn't win a game. There's nobody else out there on the ice, on the field, on the diamond, and you still can't win. There's no competitor out there in sight, and you still can't put the ball in the end zone. Yeah, what was the game here a few weeks ago? Where they, uh, you know, in, in overtime or at the end of the very end of the game, whatever the hell it was, and they forced them to uh, do the extra point. And guess what? They went for two. Well, what a surprise because the other team never came out and lined up. So they took the ball, the quarterback took it in the end zone. All right, it's good, two points. That's what it's like. Yeah, no, seriously, that's true. The other team refused to come back for the extra point. I forget what game it was. That's what we got out there. We have no competition, and we still can't get it done right because we have too many people in this place and, and I, you know, I, like I said, I did three shows screaming about it for a year. I got over it for a few months. I somehow psychologically managed to adapt to it. And now, for whatever reason, maybe my psychic vibrations knew that a lot of shenanigans were going around behind the scenes that nobody, and that nobody bothered to tell us about, and only because George went to Gary Sarin or asked about a particular account and a piece of copy that my dog wouldn't look at. He, would, he wouldn't have done a bloody uh, number on. That's how bad that piece of copy was. He would have shied away from it. Only because he asked the question, oh, well, by the way, I'm no longer doing that. I'm the, uh, what is he now? The chief national cook and, uh, oh, manager. national sales manager, Gary Sarno. <laughs> oh, boy, that's great. Well, at least it'll keep him out of our hair and off of this show anyway. That's good. People with no conscience are running around in this building. People with no concept of how to speak to each other. And then our program director, and God only knows what function he serves. I talked to him on the phone this morning about this stuff. Well, you know, I'm not even in the same building. Like, like we don't know that. He's over on Sheridan Street. Like, like, like he's pretending he's in Peoria and we're in Moscow or something, you know? It's not like, it's not like we're worlds apart, but what a great convenient excuse that is. What's the excuse going to be when we're all in the same building together here in a month or two or whatever it's going to be? Will there be a different excuse then? Yeah. But your sweet ass there will be. There'll be a new and different and exciting excuse. In addition to which, guess what? The program director also didn't know that we have a whole realignment of, huh? No, nobody knew. Other than the people themselves. In fact, maybe even the people themselves didn't know. Yeah, no, seriously. Maybe they didn't know. Maybe you were supposed to have like a, like a psychic, uh, maybe Schmo Griffin would come down from Power 96, and we'll sit around, we'll have a, around the table, we'll do a, so nobody will say anything, we'll just sit and, uh, you know, think real hard. Something will be real hard. And all of a sudden, ah, like a little light bulb will light up over your head. Ah, that's the new sales manager over there. 
how about how about a memo? How about putting how about putting something on a piece of paper on a piece of Charmin toilet paper and putting it in a bottle and floating it down through the toilet uh, so we might be able to find it in the in the toilet down the hall or something, Greg. You see, this, this is the sad part, and didn't I tell you this also when we first came here? It's a, it's a club, it's a fraternity, so as long, you know, like that dinner at Roots Chris, which he's got a very nice wife, and we had a nice meal, and I appreciate the dinner, it was at Roots Chris, so it was great. That doesn't change anything. I didn't hear to become friends with a general manager or his wife or his family or anybody else. They're nice people. Came here to do business. Like they said in The Godfather, it's time to do business. Do they do business? No. No. I mean, there's a lot of money that runs through this place, but do they really do business? No. Monkey business. Talk to us. Tell us something. We're starving for some information. Like I'm driving to the hockey game last Friday at the Mac Arena. I turned the radio on in the car, and here's my voice coming back at me. Did anybody bother telling me we're playing the best of Neil Friday morning before the hockey game? No. No. There is no communication in this joint. None. Zero. zippity doo You people are the worst communicators in the history of the human goddamn race. From the general manager and the program director and screw and the local sales manager, whichever one she is this week, you can't complain about their communication because does it exist? No. It don't exist. And in the meantime, like, come on, run into the end zone. There's nobody out there in the field. And you, you can't get it in. There's nobody else. There's no other team out there, and we still can't take the ball over the goal line. Whew. Where's my meat? Where have all the communists gone? Just a short decade ago, they were everywhere, and now they're as rare as a Playboy in Richard Simmons' bedroom. Unless you pick up tickets for this weekend's Disney Presents Commies on Ice. Former dictator-loving, red-tape-spreading commie bastards are now on the ice and twirling their pinko little hearts out for you and your family. Watch the Stalin Six juggle their sickles and hammers as they twist and turn in elegant formations resembling battle tactics they never got to use. Gaze in amazement as Vladimir Jackoff performs the nearly impossible Bolshevik 1440-degree revolution. It's Disney presents Commies on Ice, employment for pinkos, and entertainment for you. This weekend only. 1032 and 560 WQM. This definitely is the most neurotic place I've ever worked. I mean, this is a neurotic business by its very nature. I've always told you that. But this is a truly neurotic place. And just in the one year that we've been here, we've had more people either leave here, uh, not necessarily voluntarily, or be like uh, put in limbo because of uh, drinking problems, uh, sexual harassment problems, uh, what, what would you call stalking problems, stalking and stalking, and et cetera. In, in just one short year, what has it been? 622 people fit into those categories? Yeah. It, it's unbelievable. There's like a neurosis going on here. They have neurosis of the liver. Speaking of neurosis, by the way, turnpike shooter shot uh, sought by police. You know about the guy that was hitting the head on the turnpike between Sunrise and Oakland? And I, I'm reading this article in the Herald this morning. I find one thing really bizarre. Florida Highway Patrol Captain Jeff Succi whose investigators tried to trace the bullet and its intention, says, is this a randomly fired gun somewhere that hit a car, or was it a deliberate act? You hear about it on all roads, whether U.S., state, or local roads. Was it a deliberate act, or did it, did it just come from somewhere, a random bullet? As if we have, I mean, New Year's Eve is over last time I checked, right? Uh -huh. It's over with. In other words, are there just people uh, like standing off, uh, you know, a few feet off the side of the road on the turnpike in the interstate, like firing off rounds? Is that, is that what it is, uh -huh. evidently? 
No, just stop and think about that. Well, the range costs money. Yeah. So you have to get no, but, but you, but you conjure up in your mind the vision that they're, uh, you know, no matter where you're driving, they're like, <laughs> yeah, like that thing in Reno that I read about yesterday. He says you read about it or hear about it on all roads, whether U.S., state, or local roads, they're shooting up a storm because, uh, you know, because it's we have that heritage with the old Wild West and... That's the American fucking way. Right, that's it. So that, that's, uh, consider that kind of a bizarre comment by the, uh, whatever he was, the uh, highway FHP uh, porker, Captain Suchi. But at any rate, I'm sure we'll find out. I'm sure we won't have any more shootings out there on the highway, will we? Here's our call of the morning. Here's Pembroke Pines. Hello. Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. Yeah, uh, last week I think you were doing uh, the different dances, the end zone celebrations. Yes. And you met, somebody mentioned the six-gun. Maybe, maybe Brian. Yeah. yeah, Butch Johnson, which I always thought he was white. He was one of the most light-complected uh, dark guys ever in the history. Of, I always thought he was a white guy. Butch well, Johnson. I was thinking maybe Brian Blades thought he was doing the six-gun a couple of years ago. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, now this football thing with the tickets. I went to the Orange Bowl. By the way, I heard Edgerman Hank had Edgerman uh, when I left. Um, where the hell was I yesterday? Yeah, real articulate. I heard Edgerman James on there yesterday, and uh, then he was talking. Now, is he married? Because he was talking about his family, and he have a baby. No. And, uh, he's not. He's not married. No. No. And he's yeah. got a daughter that he's talking about. He's going to sign, you know, he's going to the draft and going to the NFL because yes. he's got to raise money for his family, but he's not married. Okay, well, I guess we're nitpicking now. <laughs> now, now the part... I felt very sorry for him because, you know, should he break a leg or something, God forbid, like that, I'm wondering uh, what he's going to be doing for a living. I mean, he was... Uh... Well, he's not major in engineering, I mean... Uh, and, and then I love those people who say, well, how dare he, you know, leave a year early and uh, not further his education. I mean, I, I think at this point it, uh, you know, it's not going to make a whole lot of difference. <laughs> it's not going to get any further, that's true. Yeah. The, the football thing would not... Well, what do you call him for short, Edgy? Hey, Edgy, you be gotten a wedgie, Edgy. Yeah. Uh, what, what, do you, what do you call a guy named Edgerin? But at any rate, I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm uh, just nitpicking again with these sports guys. The, the, the football, uh, two, two last things. The football thing would not sell it out. Now, the parking for $20, that's what upsets me the most. I went to the Orange Bowl game, and I go to the Hurricane games, and I park down uh, the street there for free on the uh -huh. sidewalk, you know, and uh, it's, it's just too high for, for parking, $20, when you consider that a, an end zone seat for a regular season game is 24 To, to be almost the same as, as a ticket for the game, that, that's a absurd yeah and uh the last thing i, I don't know if you mentioned well, what, what do you mean it's too high they had like uh, 80 trillion people at all those i heard the hank yesterday quoting how the numbers of people that attended those sporting events all in the same weekend here it was a staggering number plus 31,000 people showed up at Gulfstream because the admission was free and they wanted to see huey lewis in the news and even a live stream i'll tell you what i park it I'll, I'll let everybody else know i park at calder on the day that the, the, the one o'clock games for two dollars and walk over to the stadium i just refuse but, to... but I, don't, I don't understand in other words if it's that expensive and if it's going to be on television which it turned out that it was what's the big deal why would you go uh, I don't know. Uh, I didn't go when it was on TV. I'm saying when they don't sell out. I went to two games this year that uh, both that uh, were not televised, the St. Louis Rams. And well, the... well, why would anybody go and see the Rams? No, I like football. Okay. I like pro football. Uh -huh. That's, you know, so. Uh, but the last thing, uh, yeah, call me crazy. Uh, the Beasley-Reed uh, situation, did you guys talk about that the last two days with the lawsuit? No, we, you... you know, we are not going to be discussing it. It's a pending uh, lawsuit, and obviously we have uh, nothing to say about it. Oh, you can't comment? No. Okay. Have a great day. Ciao. Okay, there's our call for the day. Thank you, sir. Covered uh, a few bases there. Doesn't like the parking cost for the ball games and uh, et cetera and so on. Just, I, I know it gets really ponderous hearing them come on here and bellyache and bitch and scream about the same old stuff. But you know something? I, I really thought, I was so naive, I thought something was going to change in this place. And every time I would say that, George would do what he's doing right now, sit back in the chair and laugh, very quietly, laugh and giggle and chuckle. Because he knew. He knew that this was a, uh, a bubblegum stand. 
I'm just, I, you know, there have always been, I mean, salespeople in general are a flaky bunch, like radio engineers are really peculiar, and radio talk hosts are all a bunch of weirdos. But, but the fact is, I have never been in the midst of a conglomeration of people who have such a cavalier, such a bizarre attitude about uh, going through life, and we just make an effort, we don't care. We, no matter what you say, no matter what you do, we don't care. If the spots sound muddy, if the equipment is from before the goddamn Stone Age, no matter what it is, we don't care. I, I just, I can't mentally adjust myself to adapt to that. I've tried, and it still annoys the hell out of me, and especially when people are paying a lot of money to advertise on this show and the other shows on this radio station, and we have in here stuff that, that is an embarrassment, that is humiliating and degrading and just unbelievably uh, garbage. But it's new frequent... There you go. And they, I gave me anyway. I've tried eight or nine times. To uh, adjust to this thing, and I just can't bring myself to do it. Huh? 99 times I've sat down and said to myself, You've got to stop this, okay? Because your blood pressure is going to go up eight or nine points, and, uh, you know. Oh, well. 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. I think we've hit on it, the lady who smells. Now, the fact that you said that, Crystal, no, I mean, this is. What are the odds in that? All I mentioned in his passing is I heard them talking about this woman in the Boca Library who smells real bad, and what are we going to do about her? And they had 4,000 calls on it, and then you tell me your wife knows her. Not knows her. Knows she who she is. the library. They know they, she goes in there. She goes, but you don't live in Boca. No, but she used to work at that library. Yeah. So they would have meetings about this woman. Some homeless woman goes in reeking, smelling, smells the, the entire place up within seconds of walking in the door, drives everyone else out. The staff, of course, can't leave. This must be one of the most famous women in town. They, yeah, oh, she's, she is very famous, and they can't do anything about it because uh, at the yeah. public library. Yeah. Yeah, because somebody called them this morning, and so there was some guy, I think, in Jersey or somewhere up north who uh, you know, won a couple hundred thousand dollars, and uh, he sued the library because they tried to kick his ass out, and he won a couple hundred grand settlement, and also uh, they still have to let him back in there all the time. What do we do about people who stink? I think that's a very, very good question because, you know, quite around here, around here, that's a question, that's a perpetual question because we got a lot of people who stink around this joint. 20 before 11 at 560 WQA. Neil Rogers is my lover. Bond is back and he's older than ever in Old Finger. If I could only pull this trigger. Damn that I flourish. 007 has added numbers 529123 for Social Security benefits and has traded in his outdated gadgets for his brand new high technology ones. This bedpan acts as a bulletproof shield. It can take all kinds of crap. Not much has changed over the years. Why, Miss Money Penny, you're still voluptuous as ever. James, but Miss Money Dollar now. The cost of living, you know. Recent Playboy centerfold Katerina Vitt stars as the Russian spy. Now that's what I call pushy galore. Sean Connery Still sharp as attack. That's Bond. Uh, Harry, uh, or just call me Bond. Old Finger, playing in senior citizen centers right after Matlock. 1044 at 560 WQM. So I guess I'm the only one that's ever seen that spot with the fish on it. Nobody cares about that? Okay, let me tear that up. Just amazing, the indifference, the apathy, the general. Maybe it's just me and this audience. Maybe we're just a bunch of uh, slackers. Could that possibly be it? Yes. Anyway, I did bring in my book, Diabetes Solution, by Dr. Richard K. Bernstein. I know this is boring to most of you people, especially those of you who are not fat, the uh, 10 of you out there who are not fat. 
And a little bit later on, I'm going to read you just very briefly, just a few paragraphs, not long and ponderous and terminal, but uh, like that jackass that called me yesterday, well, where do you come up with this stuff about, you know, the low-fat thing being a far... Uh, from people who are the experts, like Dr. Bernstein, who's one of the top experts on diabetes and on diet in the world. But nevertheless... Oh, and by the way, what did I do with that thing? Did I throw that out? Where the hell is that? The article about the uh, turnpike thing, it's continued in the Herald on page 9A, and underneath it, there is a half-page ad... An open letter to anyone who wants to lose up to 30 pounds in 30 days the easy way from Dr. Stillman. Not Dr. Erwin Ir Maxwell Stillman, who's been dead for about 20 years, who had the famous water diet, the Stillman diet. But Dr. L. Stillman, whoever the hell he is, at a place called the Metabolic Council for Obesity Fulfillment Center in Tempe, Arizona. Half a page ad, including testimonials from Phil in North Miami Beach and Linda P. in Miami and yada, yada, yada. I mean, I'm surprised Linda Energy ain't in here. Although it says no dangerous drugs like Fenfen, no calorie counting, no nothing. All you do is pop some of these great pills that he sends you and send him a lot of money, and uh, there you go. And you're going to lose 30 pounds in 30 days, and it's right there in the Herald. Anybody believe that? No. No. Jesus. God. Here's a mobile in West Palm Beach. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Happy New Year. Same to you, sir. Good. I heard about your little doggy today. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Well, he's at the vet now. He's. Uh, this is not the first time. Well, I, you know, got a little uh, problem. I thought about you over the Christmas holidays. Uh, I bought my kids uh, a golden. Yeah. And uh, I heard nothing wonderful from you and from other people. And uh, cute little puppy. Did you get yours when you were a puppy? Yes. How's your housebreaker? Him. Him. How did I housebreak? Yeah, him? I mean. Uh... With uh, with uh, baby suppositories. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're laughing. I'm giving you the honest answer. Everybody laughs at me when I tell them it's the fastest way to housebreak a puppy. Really? You take infants upon. I mean, I didn't just make this up. I'm not some kind of a pervert. I read about it in a doggy book, okay? You take uh, baby suppositories, and when, uh, you know, after you feed them, about a half hour later, you put them in there, you take them outside, and uh, magically, hey, wow, all of a sudden they look. And then after a short time, they realize when they go out, that's the time to. And that's the way to do it. It works well, like a charm. Well, thank God. She has no problem with that. I just didn't know how long. Of a process this thing is here. Uh, well, after they get to be five or six years old and they're still <laughs> in the house, I think you might as well forget about it. Just get rid of the carpeting. Well, I had their wonderful dogs. I just uh, I've been hearing. Golden retrievers are the best dogs in the world, sir, and I happen to have the best one that's ever been born. Well, I hope mine's just as good, and uh, I, I agree with those little dogs. I had a little dog. They're yappy. They're well, yappy and nervous and high strung. Don't get me wrong. I love my little dog, but right. if he doesn't make it, well, you know, <laughs> life goes on. <laughs> well, well, he's getting kind of old anyway, <laughs> like me. Have a great day, pal. You too. Take Good care. luck with your golden. There you go. Golden Retriever, the greatest dog in the world, man. Oh! I don't care what anybody says. I mean, it's like the thing with vanilla ice cream. Some people, whatever you like. But, boy, they are just unbelievable dogs. They're, they're, they're like human. They're so close to human that it's almost terrifying. They're like you have a golden uh, retriever that you've had for a long time. You're raised like from a little puppy like mine. And that's a friend. That's like a real honest-to-God friend, like a better friend than many people. By the way, speaking of friends, i got two friends in the hospital. Many of you know them. Fat Rich is in a hospital, busted his knee up at Pompano Park a week ago Monday, and it blew up like a goddamn balloon, and he came out, and then he went back in, and uh, he's coming along okay. I spoke to him yesterday. Other than the fact his leg turned purple, but other than that, he'll be okay. Now, it's uh, coming along. And my good close friend, my attorney, Norm Kent, who I give a lot of razzing to on the air, but has done wonders for me over the years, and sometimes not, and sometimes yes. But at any rate, I uh, was in the hospital for a little operation, a little procedure last week. How do, now, how do I delicately say this, Okay that they removed the tumor from Norm about the size of uh, Vermont? No, the size of a bowling ball, really. But he's doing okay, and uh, everything looks good. They took out two-thirds of his stomach. I told him, this is, a hell of, this is a better diet than this Dr. Stillman. Take out a 15-pound tumor, man. 
But uh, he's coming along. He's going to be fine. I just mentioned that because I know Norm's got a lot of friends out there and a lot of attorneys who are just waiting in the wings looking to take away his business. Here's a, a mobile in, what is it, Spring Hill. Hello. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Happy Wednesday. Uh, happy Wednesday. If I'm a little incoherent today, I apologize, but I had like two and a half hours sleep with my uh, dog with his uh, <laughs> bloody problem all night. That's okay. And this bloody place. Long-time listener from way back when yes, you were up, when you're on IOD. Right. I haven't talked to you in a long time, but now that thanks to my uh, computer, I can listen to you on the Internet. Right. So it's a beautiful thing. Thank and... God for the Internet, man. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my brother, we sit there with uh, bated breath, and we sit and we listen, and we love it. And uh, we miss you, and, uh, well, at least we get to hear you on the radio uh, this way. Okay, have a great uh, life. Oh, Neil. Yes. Put the lotion in the basket. Okay. Get out of here. Pervert. We have an open line in Broward, all three in day, eight, five, six, seven. I, you know, it's going to be slow today. I'll just read the whole book, the Diabetes Solution book. Neil Rogers is my lover. You already said that, okay? Where did that come from? I just did it like with a... Like, like, come on, do it again. You can do it. No, seriously, what, what the hell did I uh, hit on here that made that cub fire up? I didn't even know there was such a thing. It's not on the uh, bottom line. I just I just discovered a, uh, wait a minute, let's see how you do that. Can't do it again. You hit Tab, that's what you did. Oh. Uh, is he still pissed off, Tab, because they, taught, they outed him with uh, Anthony Perkins? Where the hell is Tab on this thing? I don't even see where the goddamn Tab is on this thing. Left. Left what? There's no tab on this. Sure, it's too little, uh, too little. Little Rogers is my lover. Oh. Diabe you better go out and get this in hardcover because there's not a lot of copies in every bookstore and they'll be gone real fast. I've talked about this book before. This is not just for diabetics, by the way. It's for people that want to lose weight, people who are carbohydrate addicts like I am, and, and you know, really have an open mind to understanding how the carbohydrates and sugar are killing them. I know you don't want to hear that. I know it's a very boring and very unpopular topic, especially with this audience, because this is an eating audience. This is a food audience. It's always been that way. It's a food country, not just my audience. People would much rather hear about delicious food and about fish food and about shoveling all kinds of good fattening stuff down their puss. And by the way, congratulations to me yesterday on resisting the famous anus. Oh! And my blood sugar was 84 this morning. With no medication, by the way. Nice going there, Neil. Thank you. How do you like that? With virtually, oh, no, I did. I had a little one thing yesterday. That's right. But even in spite of that, when you're watching your P's and Q's. But, you know, you do the best you can. And I'll say this for those people. Well, you know, we've heard you go on about this 500 times, and you've always failed. But you know something? If I wouldn't have tried the 500 different times, I'd probably be, they'd have to wheel me in here in a wheelbarrow. I'd be one of those people who couldn't get through the goddamn uh, doorframe here. So at least during those times, it's called like keeping yourself alive, just in case you ever really get around to doing it right. At least you stay alive for a little while. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. Good. Great show. I love your show. Hey, uh, just a piece of information for that gentleman that called. Wanted to know how to train his retriever. Yeah. Just cage train him. You know, you put him in those cages. Yeah. I, I, I do know, that too, that's, yeah. That's the best way. Mm-hmm. Did you take your dog, your 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 little dog, to uh, Doctor E? I'm not, I'm not going to say where I took my little well, dog. Well, no, I know, I know you take them there. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not happy. With, to... I'm not the least bit happy with that place, but I don't know where else to go, and it's close by, not too far from where I live, and I'm not yeah, at all happy with my last experience with them, and they know it because she gave me kind of a sour look this morning, and I gave her kind of a sour look, and I said, "Here's the damn dog, and do something, and uh, cut the crap," you know. No, well, I'm, they, I'm serious. I'm not happy. I'm finding a good veterinarian is like finding a good doctor. It's not easy. Yeah, I don't. I don't. My dogs are never sick, so I'm okay. Well, how old are they? Um, my retriever. He's about seven. 
or six, and I have yeah. a puppy retriever that is. Well, I mean, okay, he's like puppy, two, and then I have a Yorkie also. Sooner or later, just like people, all dogs they have problems. They have problems, and they get other problems. Sooner or later, you'll need a good vet, sir. What what happened to him? He just uh, he just vanished. Oh God! A two and a half hours sleep. I come in here. These people are dead as a doornail. There's one call on the board. This guy's in the middle of a sentence. He just vanishes. You know something? There's Potchkin around with his phone again. Okay? He just disappeared. I, I was over here on this side. I didn't touch anything. I didn't hear a dial tone. I didn't hear a click. What what is going on here these last uh, couple of days again? Are we back on that same bullcrap we were on before? Yeah. I think that's what's going on here. Are we ever going to get upstairs with a direct phone system that I have confidence really works? No. I mean, Jesus, there's another one of these deals. Oh, yeah, Power 96, they're up there. They got their radio jukebox uh, smoking and uh, joking up there. And then after that, it's going to be the rest of the building from over on Sheridan Street. And then if they ever get around to that, then we're our last. We, uh, you know, suck kind uh, whatever the hell goes after that. Because we're already down here in these fashionable digs with our own ants, Okay. We don't have to worry about the insects from Sheridan Street. We got our own bugs over here to work out. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on a mobile one line. Just in case there's any interest here this morning, which just like yesterday, it looks like there will not. Here's a mobile in uh, North Miami Beach. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, two things. I wanted to see one that uh, Indian promotion where they give the $6,000 to the dolphin runner that makes 150 yards. So I haven't got any idea what that's all about. I don't want to talk about the dolphins. I don't want to talk about the Indians. What's your next subject, sir? What's the next point? The next, the next subject is I hadn't heard you talk about the uh, $2 million suit that uh, easily Reed has again. You haven't, let me say it again. Like I told the other guy, you haven't heard me talk about it because it's pending litigation, which we'll discuss and have a nice day. Maybe the Indians got the $2 million, and he's running a real fast and jumping high like Brian Blades. Oh, God. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Or could these people possibly be so stupid? Yes. They can, they are, and they will be. Here's a lady mobile in Boca. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Hi. I was listening yesterday yes. to the guy that called about the diabetes. I'm just wondering, you know, I'm diabetic type 1. Mm -hmm. Did you send me a box of uh, Godiva's? I really need it for my sugar level. Mm -hmm. what, what does that mean? Yeah, well, where is this more? I'm from, Dade? The one that you called know, yesterday? Yeah. What, what difference does it make where he's from? He's from Hungary. He's here. He's wonderful. <laughs> he's an absolute moron. Yeah. We don't need sugar to... Uh, Oh, you're talking about the guy that said you have to have sugar to live. Yeah, you know yeah. something? I'm going to uh, have, have a great day, lady, and get a new phone. I'm going to read one thing here from Dr. Uh, Bernstein's book for you to chew on. Just think about this, even though you're not going to believe it because you've been brainwashed and you want to eat your snack wells. He says, as stunning as it sounds and unbelievable given the popular media's recent love affair with high complex carbohydrate, low fat diet, you can quite easily survive on a diet in which you would eat no carbohydrate. Furthermore, by sticking to a diet that contains no carbohydrate but high levels of fat and protein, you can reduce your cardiac risk profile, cholesterol, blood lipids, etc., though you deprive yourself of all the fun foods we crave the most. Fun foods in quotes. Let me say it again. By sticking to a diet that contains no carbohydrate but high levels of fat and protein, you can reduce your cardiac risk profile, like he's done, Dr. Bernstein, the guy that wrote this book, who is a type 1 diabetic and has been since the age of 12 and went to school to become a medical doctor at the age of 45. 
so he could share his findings about diabetes with people all over the world and has become one of the high, most highly recognized diabetes experts in the world. How do you like that? So you can tell me that I'm full of crap and that the Snackwells people and the low-fat people are the real diet people and the healthy people, and I'll tell you they're full of crap. <laughs> and I didn't get my facts from some jackass that called here anonymously on a phone yesterday, uh, give me a song and dance about, oh, you got to have sugar to stay alive. Right. There you go. Got to have that sugar, baby. He's probably one of those goddamn cane people, and I don't mean Steve either. Just like we had the dog people, the dog track people calling from Naples yesterday with their big stupid mouth. You notice that? Two in a row, back to back. You think that was a coincidence? No. No, because all of a sudden I made some comment about the, all the slaughter of all these damn puppies. Now they breed them like uh, rabbits by the millions and gas them by the uh, thousands. Truth really hurts, don't it, guys? Huh? 1057 at 560 QAM. This is 560 QAM. You can kiss my rear end. It puts the lotion in the basket. It mixes it all up. It puts the lotion in the basket. It puts them both together. It puts the lotion in the basket. When the eyeball falls out, it puts the lotion in the basket. Then it has to hose it down. It right. puts the lotion in the basket. It's what I have to get. It puts the lotion in the basket. I need to rub it on my breast. It puts the lotion in the basket. I have to dry clean my skin suit. It right. puts the lotion... In the basket. I said, Doctor! I switched my BB in my legs. I said, Doctor! I like to dance around this way. I said, Mommy! I said, Lamb's quiet today. I said, Mommy! I want to look more like a woman. My name is Buffalo Bill. It right. puts the lotion in the basket. It makes it for my skin. It puts the lotion in the basket. I hold my PP in. It puts the lotion in the basket. How much does it grow? It puts the lotion in the basket. I've got my skin suit nipple necklace. Love it at 560 WQMC. I'm just thinking about him while I'm lighting up my great cigar from this. I'm just thinking about this whole situation with these people that I work for and with in this place. See, we both have the same objective, and that is to make as much money as possible, okay? We're all in business to make money. There's no uh, BS about that. But the difference being they don't want to be bothered with the, with the details of what goes between A and Z. Do you follow what I'm saying? In other words, there are, th there are actually things that you have to do in between, uh, you know, the desire to make the money and then actually just give us the money and don't bother us with all the details. That's basically where they're coming from. Now, if I knew how to do that, in other words, if I knew how I could have stayed home this morning and just called in and said, hey, how you doing, everybody? Have a nice day. Give me my check. I, I would, believe me, I'd be the first one to do it. I just don't know how to do that yet. We have an open line at Broward, all three in Dade, 5670560, Palm 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Palm Beach. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, I got a little story to tell you. Last night I was sitting out in Sunrise watching the Panther game. Bitching at Peter Worrell just like everybody else when he's on the ice. Getting another girl, stupid penalty, yeah. Yeah, so the girl next to me says, yeah, he's a real jerk. Like, oh, it sounds like you know it's a personal experience. She, she goes on to tell me that. Her sister went out with him once or twice, first black guy she ever went out with. Well, let me tell you, she said the myth is not true. Hung like she said a he was hung like a baby midget. Yeah. And it was the most disappointing sexual experience of her life. Uh-huh. 
Well, but at least it was uh, one I can remember. That's good. Thank you. Okay, that's it. That's it. That's what we got for today, boys and girls. Have a nice day. Like I said, it's been nice talking to you. I'm going to go home and expect a check to be coming in the mail in a couple of days. And that's, uh, you know, let's cut out the middleman. Let's cut out the pimp, all that middle stuff between A and Z of what it takes to, uh, you know, to get the money to come in. 567-0560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. I should have called in sick today. You know, I could have done that. I could have dropped my dog off at the vet, gone back home and called you and said, do the show, and then just gone home and slept all day, which I should have done, because that's obvious right now. Like I just get a fax a minute ago, hey, Neil, there's a real interesting uh, uh, documentary on the impeachment of Andrew Johnson on CNN right now. You know, like, like, first of all, I haven't seen a hundred of those in the last two or three weeks. And number two, like, I'm going to just stop doing a show here in the middle. Maybe we could pop that up, but it's over right now. I hate to break the news to you. It's all over. These people wouldn't know Andrew Johnson from Lyndon Johnson from your Johnson, okay? Here's a Plantation. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Listen, uh, you were talking about a vet. You know, you weren't very happy with the vet you saw today. Mm -hmm. I got a good one. I didn't say that I saw today. I've been going there for a long time. Okay. I've had several vets, and as far as I'm concerned, they're all marginal at best. Well, may I make a suggestion? There's one, uh, a young lady vet in the uh, promenade, uh, the old Publix on Clary. Right. And uh, Nob Hill. Uh huh. She's very sweet and very good. Uh, Why don't you give her a try? Okay. Uh, Not very far. No, it's not very far. I've been bringing my dog there for years, and she's very, very nice. Yeah, I know exactly where it is. Okay, I just thought I'd tell you. Okay, thanks. Bye. Yeah, like I said, finding a good veterinarian for a pet is like finding a good doctor. You've got to shop around and shop around, and maybe if you're lucky, you'll find one before your pets are dead. But uh, it ain't easy, especially down here. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Any interest out there? Any going to get any calls here today, you think? No. Okay. I'm just going to sit here and make uh, like sound effects, like little, 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 like that. You want to do a little, 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 it's even annoying me. It sounds like Geldy all over again. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. The uh, you know we're out of business here. We're completely Do positively we care what that the NBA lockout has been resolved and they're reporting it on ESPN. No, I don't care. Okay. I'm, this is not a sports show. I don't care. Okay, the NBA lockout has been resolved. They are going to play have a little bit of a season and they're going to play some basketball. Do I care about it? No. As a matter of fact, Newsweek magazine I was reading last night. There's an article. Seventy percent of the people in America don't give a crap about the NBA to begin with, and of the thirty percent who do care. Most of them were uh, didn't care whether it was going to be a season or not, did they? No. But these guys, you know, they got to put the bread on the table and make their $12 million, $18 million, and $15 million. So they have to have like a little abbreviated season now so that Whammy can make a few bucks on there and get the heat games on. You notice, you notice how they caved in. They talked a good game, but uh, boy, when push came to shove right there at the end, they buckled and knuckled under because they know goddamn well they're taking those $2 million and $5 million and $15 million or whatever they're getting paid, each one of these big freaks. It's a hell of a lot better than flipping burgers at uh, Burger King. No, I don't care. In fact, I'm gonna, that's the New Year's resolution, which I'm a few days late to six. But other than my usual little bit of hockey talk, I don't want to hear anything about sports in this year, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. we got 20 hours of nonstop sports neurosis on this station, and quite frankly, I'm burnt out on it. I'm just burnt out on it because the level of the dialogue is just so ponderous. 
It's so juvenile. It's so embarrassing. And, and the adulation of illiterate jackasses. I'm not saying you've got to be a rocket scientist. I'm not going to say you've got to be a Julian Bond. You've got to be the most art- a Mario Cuomo. Everybody is cut out for that. But at least be able to speak, to be able to sign your name, okay, if you've got like a real name. I, I just I can't get excited about people who are so inarticulate as to embarrass and humiliate me, and supposedly people who had like a, a university education. <laughs> and we're supposed to believe that? I'm sorry. I can't get excited about those kind, uh, kinds of uh, pipples. Can't do it. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Bill, I want to tell you, your show is offensive, man. Yeah. Why don't you do I don't know. Yeah, uh-huh. okay, thank you. Yeah, he's in Fort Lauderdale like I'm on Uranus. Okay, thanks, Julio. Thanks for your great contribution to what you've done to South Florida, too, by the way, you and your people. Here's a mobile in Homestead. Hello. Hey, Neil, what's up? How you doing, sir? Hey, listen, man, I'm so glad that uh, NBA lockout is going to finally end. No no season. No more raising the roof, as they call it. But um, now can we find a way to get rid of the dirty bird or what? Here's a mobile in Pembroke Pines. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. What's up with all these Julio's calls? This is Tim from the Mo- Okay, we have one line left on the board. That's in the Broward. 5670560. Oh, this guy's got the F word. We got the two or three little Julios on there grabbing each other's uh, uh, members if they can find it, which evidently they got good eyesight. That's all we got left here, boys and girls. As in O O B, out of business. Where do you find Jim Mandich? Right where you got it. All right. Sports Radio 560 QAM. Uh, I, I think it's hard to think, see? On Capitol Hill and far away, smell chubbies come to play. Where have all the smell chubbies gone? Hey, boys and girls, it's time to play hide-and-seek with the smell chubbies Who's that hiding under the desk? It's me, Ho! Who's that hiding in Ho's bush? Why, it's me, Slinky Dinky. Who's that hiding behind the keg? Yes, uh, well, uh, that'd be me, uh, uh, Kipsy. <laughs> now that's what I call a smell-a-chubby. Here, uh, there was nothing. Uh, come over here and pull my finger. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Thank you. It's 11.13. That sounded like that uh, Dave Halverstam bit that we got with Scotty Mack, didn't it? 1113 at 560 WQM. We have two open lines in date, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. We're doing it the QAM way, baby. We're doing it the QAM way. Don't expect a show. Don't expect any entertainment. Just send us all your money, okay? And whatever else you got. Here's Plantation. Hello. Neil? Yes, sir. Yeah, a, a question and a comment uh, oh. later. Uh, the question is, my, my son has um, been a diabetic since he's uh, 25, and he's like 40 now. Uh, the book that you mentioned, would that be for a diabetic one? Both. Uh, sorry? Both. Oh, for both. Because Dr. Bernstein is a type 1 diabetic. He was diabetic since he was 12 years old. Oh, Dr. Bernstein. And what is the name of this book, please? Diabetes Solution, Dr. Richard Bernstein. Gotcha. Hardcover. The comment, Neil. Yes. Um, you know, I've been listening to you a long time, since evening hours, 8 to 12, I think Oh, God, was. right. And famous. listen, you've been through this crap before. I, I think I can say the word crap, right? You can say all the crap you <laughs> You've been through it before, and you've put up the greatest numbers, and I, I've been enjoying your show for low these many years. But you know something? I was thinking about that when I drove home. It's funny you mentioned this. I, I drove home yesterday, Yeah. and I was thinking about the fact that 
as long as I've been here, I've been here a hundred years, and it's always been the same. It's never, these people, they're terrified, they don't want to talk to me. I can bring up 600 different things. Like yesterday, I had a dozen different things going here, any, any one of which should have generated like a, a ton of response. They got nothing to say. They're just all terrified, or they, the cat's got their tongue. It's always, what they want to hear is hear me screaming and yelling and bitching about the fact that nobody wants to speak. I never heard of such a thing. This is what my whole life in Miami has degenerated into, is being on the air screaming about the fact nobody's got anything to say. Yeah, I, I know what you mean because I heard yesterday's show, but it seems like, you know, people like myself, uh, I just call in once in a while, but I listen to you very, very often. Yeah. And uh, you, you get some intelligence uh, that, that that we'll be calling in. But... I'm not looking for intelligence. I'm looking for somebody alive other than the half dozen chronics who call 400 times a day on every show in the universe. Right, I know. This one. But these people are all those, over those the country. Yes. Aren't, they, aren't these people all over the country? No, they're not all over the country. They're here. Well, I, know they're here. <laughs> I wish they were. Let's disperse them. Let's send them all over the country. Let's send them to Fargo, North Dakota. Let's send them to mine it. But, I mean, you know, your talk shows, uh, you know, like What's in California. Shelby, Montana. Yeah, in California, uh, Chicago, you get these kooks that you call I don't mind kooks. I'm talking about lethargy. I'm talking about apathy. I'm talking about people who have nothing to say, which is this town. This is a boring place with boring people. Well, I, I, I know what you mean. I know it what you is. mean. No matter what it is, and if they do have something to say, usually they don't know what the hell they're talking about. Like you listen to the sports conversation on this station, and as soon as the calls start coming in, you know immediately you're, you're listening to a bunch of dodo birds. They don't know what they're talking about. Uh, yeah, well, you're absolutely right. I, I, you know, I've been listening to you for a long time, and I, I hear the same people. I mean, 20 years, 20 years ago, right, exactly. 15 years right. ago. Since the first changed. day I came here, nine, March 1st, 1976, 22 and almost 23 years ago, I, there, are, there are voices I hear on talk shows, including this radio station, that I heard 23 years ago. Yeah, it, it just, just Who the hell change. wants to hear those people? That's why, Neil, so many people call up and tell you, thank, thank God that you're here and you're on the radio because... You, you Who know, says that? Why, why the hell do they oh, ever Oh, come say on. God, Neil God. You know, people... No, feel, I say that. Neil God. says that. <laughs> But people do say that to thank God for Neil Rogers because he, he makes he, he just keeps this place sane. And uh, if, if <laughs> yeah. not for you, I don't know where the hell we'd be. Okay, pal. Good luck. Thanks a lot. Okay, I'll see you in the funny farm. Bye bye. Okay. We have an open line in Broward two in Dade County. Any interest out there today? I'm in a coma. I'll be the first one to admit it. I'm incoherent. About an, uh, two and a half hours of sleep tops, I would say, and about a half an hour on the floor cleaning up uh, bloody dog. <clears throat> okay, that's been my since I spoke to you last. That's been my excitement. And quite frankly, for this town, that's not all that bad when you come right down to it. That's pretty exciting. It's better than going to the sawgrass. Now, we spent the day, we went out to the sawgrass. Oh, and I got, speaking of going to the sawgrass, yesterday, and even though I had all the other stuff going on, I forgot the highlight for Monday for my trip home. Remember Monday, how it was raining and pouring and freezing and really nasty? And so I have my drive home, I, and not only that, I went down to the doctor's, I'm over to the beach, and it was like walking pneumonia, and I had the blood drawn, so I drive all the way home from Miami Beach, all the way to 595. And I get to Flamingo Road, and I go north on Flamingo Road, and all of a sudden I get to the corner of Flamingo and Broward Boulevard, and the light is green, but I notice that the half dozen or so cars in front of me in all the lanes are sitting there. And then I see a couple of porkers, BSO people out there in the intersection directing traffic, like maybe there's some big wreck up, like something's going on, right? I'll give you 75,000 guesses as to what was going on, and you'll still never guess why they had traffic all stopped. Not a funeral. No. A caravan of something going to the Macarena. That's a hint. 
Let me give you a better hint. Elephant. Okay. The circus was bringing in their, uh, all their paraphernalia and all their trucks. The Ringling Brothers Circus. I'm I hate those people. But listen to me. This is the Broward County Sheriff's Department and hard at work for us, okay? All the rest of us poor working slobs who have to go somewhere uh, in the daytime or would like to get home sometime before midnight, we're sitting there in our cars, get, cars getting steamed and pissed off. And guess what? The BSO is standing out there blocking all the traffic and waving on caravan, truck after truck, all these big Ringling Brothers trucks and all their paraphernalia and their assorted bull crap and their elephant <laughs> crap. So they can get in there, in the left, thank God, in the left-hand lane, because evidently they were going to turn on Sunrise and go up to 136 to get to the Macarena. But, but this, this was like a 10-minute delay, sitting out there in the middle of the goddamn road, and you're wondering, well, what? Is, and then all of a sudden, here's the first truck turns, and another one. It's like waiting for a goddamn train, you know? You know how that is when you're waiting at railroad tracks? And you keep looking for the old caboose, and you keep looking, and oh, there it is. No, that's not it, because then, then there's all that uh, stuff in between, those low, uh, low riders, whatever they call those things. What do they call those things? Flatbeds. Flatbeds, yeah. I mean, real low ones. That you say, oh, there it is. It's just a decoy. There's nothing on them, but they just stuck them in there to, to give you a false sense of security so you'd think that the train was done. And guess what? Another five, ten minutes. Well, that's what this was like. And I'm looking around at the people of the other cars, and it wasn't just me. They, they were, like, uh, foaming at the mouth, like rabid. Like, what the, what the is going on here, you know? And there's, like, a whole bunch of BSO cars and... Uh, uh, Porkers and they're standing in the road and they're driving all around and they're escorting the Ringling Brothers effing circus to the Macarena and blocking off all the rest of our lives. See, I hate to break the news to you. I don't give a crap about the Ringling Brothers effing circus. I'm not going to go to see it. I don't care about it. It's a bunch of elephants is what it is. And especially, uh, you know, you people with the uh, law enforcement in this town, you really got your priorities all straightened out. For those of us who are out there on the highways and byways, all of us taxpayers who actually live here every day, the best you can do for us is a bunch of goddamn speed traps. But for these invaders, these, these uh, carpetbaggers that come in here to siphon out the money from town, oh, hey, let's stop all the traffic on the road for about 10 or 15 minutes and let you sit there steaming and getting pissed off and fired up and, uh, you know, wasting a lot of gas, idling your life away. Thank you very much, BSO. Great job, BS. Oh! Here's a mobile in Fort Myers. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Okay, sir. I've got a, I'm dating a girl that's got a friend that's diabetic. Mm-hmm. And it seems like every time we run into this girl, she's got a drink in her hand and, and takes it to the limit. Now, isn't that bad for your sugar when you're diabetic? Yeah, of course. Of course. No booze. And, and I always constantly am on her. Her, you know, you you're always on it, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> Asking her to, you know, don't drink tonight, quit drinking. Oh, I'm fine, I'm well, fine. If you stayed on her all the time, maybe she wouldn't have time to drink. Oh, yeah, that's true. It'd be nice. Just a little it? sip in between, <laughs> I guess, yeah. How do I approach this girl? Well, what do you mean, how do you approach it? You do, I mean, you can uh, lead a horse to water, but you can't make him stop drinking. Isn't that the way the saying goes? Uh, if she's going to uh, kill herself, she's going to kill herself. Right. I mean, she could go into coma. It, it just bothers me because my grandfather's diabetic. He quit drinking. Yeah. Everything cold turkey, and I don't see why this girl can't do that. Well, maybe she's got a little problem there, you know? Right. Okay. I say dump the bitch before you get too involved, and then you have to start paying those uh, heavy hospital bills. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Good luck to you, pal. He'll, he'll need it. Okay, one call left on the board. I just I just throw my arms up in the air at this point. You know what? I just uh, I got uh, nothing. I got plenty of nothing, like the old song says. No energy, and I'm sapped. I'm totally sapped with this crowd. 
5670560, pound 560 on the ATM. I mean, we just, you know, there is definitely something going on here, okay? I don't care what anybody says. I looked off to my right here for like, uh, off to a window that's all blocked off anyway. I looked off here for like well, one second. We had five calls on there. I looked back and this guy was the last one on there. Please don't insult my intelligence by telling me that there's not some kind of horse crap going on again with this phone system. Please. This company, man, somebody ought to, and forgetting about Marlin lawsuits, somebody ought to sue these bastards, okay, for impersonating a goddamn radio station and putting us in here with a bunch of schlock garbage. And then, of course, the people over there on Sheridan Street, oh, guess what? The good news is we're finally going to get you upstairs one of these days, maybe, maybe. But guess what? The bad news is you're going to still be working with the same bullcrap, outdated uh, equipment that you've had for the last 500 years that isn't worth a crap. They just, like I said, they don't care. You can't move them for love or money. I don't want free meals. I don't want schmoozing. I want to do business. Do these people want to do business? No. God. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. Hey, I, 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 don't get pay attention to these people, Neil. I think it's the Christian conservative, that guy who said he's going to get you. He's trying to get you, Neil. I think that's probably what it is. By doing what? What is he doing? What who is knows? the Christian conservative doing? Well, like all these other conservatives What are, are you doing. talking about? You know that guy who called you back a few months ago? He said he's going to get you and he's watching you. They're idiots. They're they're all playing these games. You know, what, is the, what does that have to do with the fact that the people who are listening to this radio station have got nothing to say about anything? What, is, what does the Christian coalition have to do with that? Yeah, they're screwing everything else up. They're probably screwing up a great show like yours. I mean, they're idiots. And how are they doing that, sir? Have they got a, are they mesmerizing these people? Have they got them all <laughs> locked away? Have they have they deadened their instruments and their phones too? Is that what they've done? Probably. Who knows? Putting something in the holy water, you know. That could be. Yeah, you might have a point. <laughs> hey, I want a question. I heard Goldie the other day, and they were talking about the get off the subject. Because I don't want to, if you're going to talk sports, it's going to be the end of the call. <laughs> oh, come on, just one. No. <laughs> come on, Absolutely, Neil, positively. No. Have a great day. I'm not talking sports, okay? I'm burnt out. I love my hockey, but other than that, I can't take it anymore. I can't stand it. I'm just, I can't imagine how anybody, like I said before, oh, who do you think they're going to get in the expansion draft? Who do you think they ought to be looking for? Oh, God. Open line of Jade One and Broward, 5670560, pound 560. You know something? I should have let my dog come in and do the show. I should have stayed at the vet. There you go. Oh! Now you're talking. Now you're making some sense for once in your life. I should have stayed there and had another thorough exam. Even though I was just at the doctor, he said, I'm fine. I should have still stayed there. Say, hey, you want some bloody stool? There you go. Speaking of Randy, bloody stool. Here's a mobile in North Miami. Hello. Uncle Neil. Every time I say bloody stool, Randy Rhodes comes to mind. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. I did. Listen, I didn't know if you saw the article in yesterday's Sun Sentinel in the local section on page no. 5B. No. No. About no, the uh, emission control, one of your favorite topics. No. Didn't see it. Talks about how they're, that they need to revamp the program, and it may be a more costlier. Oh, yeah, and they, get, they need to revamp it so they can get 20 bucks instead of 10. Now you're talking. Yeah, well, no, what they were talking about actually was... Like, oh, I wonder if they stuck their pipe up the uh, rectum of those uh, Ringling Brothers Circus uh, vehicles that were coming through here yesterday that they had the traffic all tied up on Monday. Well, they were talking about doing it every other year as opposed to every year. Great. And now you're talking. Making it cost twenty two fifty for each inspection. Yeah. And uh, that's basically it. But they said that it's... So in other words, what they're doing is they're wearing down your resistance. We'll give them the extra buck and a quarter each year is what that comes out to. If we have the convenience of not doing it every year, I say, okay, it's worth it to me. Yeah. 
that's all I got. Okay, Love thanks. thanks a lot, pal. By the way, speaking of uh, jacking up uh, prices on everybody, you are aware, by the way, that in just four days, you know what's going up a penny, of course? Not the sales tax. No. You're not aware of this? Well, of course, you probably you don't send out any uh, letters. Not you, much. You have one bill that you get, and you give that one to me. Huh? No, seriously. The price of postage, mister. You're not familiar with this? It's going up uh, to 33 cents a stamp. 33 cents a stamp. I can't remember the last time I bought a stamp. Oh. Well, I don't buy stamps. It's very hard for me because I have to flip that postage meter from 32 up to 33 now. That should take me at least, what, half a second? Grave robbers, you people, like I said before, I don't want to get started on it again, the whole deal with the post office and getting the mail forwarded. I still, you know, even in my box over there, and they're very nice people where I go to get my mail, I, you know, I get it whenever, uh, whenever it decides to show up. Whenever the hell, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the deal is with it, and I'm sure there's some mail I'm not getting at all, but uh, hey, you know, that's the way it goes. But don't complain about that. Just give us more money, more money, and more money, and then we'll start delivering your mail before midnight, maybe if you're lucky. I want to bang you in the butt, honey. <gasps> On December 1st, 1997, Kenny G made musical history when he played one note on his saxophone for 45 minutes and 47 seconds without stopping. Now, you can own a copy of that record-breaking song along with 12 more just like it on the new CD, Kenny G, One Note Wonder. You'll listen for hours to the haunting sound of C-sharp. Thanks to the bouncy and inspirational G-flat. Make love for hours to the always romantic A-flat. And of course, cheer for Kenny as he plays the record-breaking E-flat. There hasn't been this much excitement in the music world since Yanni fell asleep at the keyboard. Oh. And his head played a D-sharp minor diminished inverted chord continuously for 12 hours. Kenny G, one note wonder. You'll love it, even if you don't like music. Because it's not. It's 11.32. I'll tell you what it is, though. It puts the lotion in the basket. 28 till noon at 560 WQM. Hank will be at uh, Shula's at uh, Wednesday, right? He'll be at Shula's at 2 o'clock. And then at 6, it's uh, Boob Shambi, the Orange Head. And at 8.30, we got the pregame show. The Panthers at Colorado night. They tied uh, Phoenix last night 2-2 in somewhat of a boring, lackluster, I would say, effort. And I have no idea how they got the tying goal, by the way, because I haven't watched the tape yet. But they wound up with a 2-2 tie against a beaten-up, injured uh, Phoenix team. Here's Hialeah. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Yeah, Neil, good morning. Uh, I wanted to bring up a subject uh, that you were on yesterday about the snails. Yes. Yeah, uh, when I uh, lived Escarge. over in Italy, oh! yeah. Yeah, when I lived over in Italy um, we ate a lot of those snails. We had to get up early in the morning uh, up in the mountains and uh, go out and uh, look for the tracks that they left on the ground. Snail tracks? You know, snail tracks. They look, it's like a little slime. And oh, that's uh, the same slime that's on the bottom of the flan, right? Right, uh, yeah. something like that. Comes in handy for a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, sometimes... And, of course, those Italians with the big noses, I'm sure they leave lots of that snot laying around on the ground for you to track. Uh, I don't know if I can relate to that. But, uh, anyway... In fact, that Booger Belmonte, wasn't he Italian, I think? Uh-huh. But anyway... <laughs> yeah, so we'd uh, follow these tracks, and then finally you'd come upon the snail. Yeah. And we'd collect about 25 or 30 of them. Now, well, I mean, like, where do you go to find snail tracks? They're, they're right they're on the ground. You walk outside and they're... Yeah, they're in the woods. On, uh, they, uh, they're in the woods on the ground, and you just look for those tracks. And when you follow those tracks, you'll come upon the snail. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we'd bring them home, and uh, we'd put them in uh, a container of water 
and uh, leave them there and change the water each day so they could crap each day. Yeah. And uh, after in other words, three days, now how was the snail crapping on the ground if it didn't have the water to crap in? Well, no. What we did was we uh, they crap right on the ground. Well, we let uh, we have to clean them out. Well, that well way let me ask we... you: Don't don't all animals that are like out there on the ground do they like crap on the ground? I would assume. Yeah, uh-huh. they do. I mean, but... I don't I don't think they go like in the nearest pond to uh, eliminate, do they? Like no, the purpose wine? behind the water. So, was so that... what's the bottom line? All of this, sir. This phenomenal story okay, about the, the trailing the purpose uh, behind that snail was so trail. they won't need anything. They what? They wouldn't need anything in the water. They wouldn't have to crap anymore. After three days, they'd be completely clean. Then oh, I see been, what you're saying. You know they get it all out of their right. System. Get it, it all out of their system. That's what I was doing this morning. Getting all out of the system. Right. About three days, and then the water, when it's finally clean, then we could put them in a pan of olive oil with a little, uh, you know, garlic or something, right. and fry them, and then they detach themselves from the uh, shell, and then you could pick them out and eat them. Uh huh. And this was like in uh, the Toa Bitly, Calabria, down around Laudio. Oh yeah, they're big on that down there. Right? <laughs> In fact, if you go down just a little bit further, they shoot them before they even waste their time with them. They were like the size of a quarter. They were pretty good size. And very they good. Pl- they were delicious. Very delicious. Escargot be good. Very good. Okay. All right. I'm going to go out hunting some right now. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go out looking for some for tracks. Okay. Thank you. Okay. We have an open line in Broward two and uh, five hundred and eight five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hey Neil, I don't want to burst your bubble, but with all the money you make. And the garbage just spews out of your mouth. Why don't you buy your own equipment? Yeah, there you go. That's right. Why don't I buy my own radio station, too? Yes. Okay. And why don't I buy my own phone? That's right. Isn't that the way the business works? You buy your own equipment? No. No. That was good. Excellent. Don't want to burst my bubble, but thank you, sir, and have a nice new year, too, yourself and blow and your mama. Two open lines in uh, Broward, uh, 500 and Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. With all the money that I make, why, how have I got the audacity to expect that these Beasleys possibly should expend any money to build like a real radio station with all the big bucks that I'm making? Excellent logic, sir. You're a genius. You're a goddamn rocket scientist. And also probably a schlepper, too, from the sounds of it. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Okay. I was driving down 441. That would, would be like the Heat saying, hey, listen, Alonzo, with all the money we're paying you, why don't you build your own goddamn arena? Yes, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was driving down 441. I couldn't believe it. I got your signals clear as a bell. On 441? Oh! Well, no wonder nobody's calling me. They're all sitting out on 441. Yeah, because normally when I drive down, it, I'm a locksmith, and I'm driving down no, all no, the time. 441 if I get on usually... that, if I'm a, two like feet that. off of 441, I get you perfect. Right. I drive two feet on second I get on 441, nothing but static. Today, well, I'm driving down there, clear as a bell. I couldn't Well, believe. thank God for the good news. There's something. <laughs> All right. All we need two or three you. calls, we'll have a look. Thanks a lot, sir. There you go. You can hear us on 441. Oh, you're talking. We don't need any goddamn equipment. We have uh, one call on the board, okay? Oh, this is just misery. This is. This is punishment. I'm coming in here inflicting punishment on myself for my dog having bloody diarrhea. Why should I be punished for that? I have no idea. Just the way life works. Life is a bunch of... <laughs> Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's West Palm Beach. Hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, what's the point for the Dolphins game? Yeah, where's the rest of your material, pal? That's it. Hey, yeah, he no material. Another little wise guy trying to his his idea of sit down comedy. Okay, what's the point for the Dolphins game? <laughs> Call up any of the other twenty hours a day, sir. I'm sure they'll be glad to tell you. Okay, I'm sure they'll be glad to tell you. Give them a number of twenty or thirty bookies. Neil Rogers goes on strike. Mark it down on your calendar. 11.37. Where's some good stuff here? Where's some stuff? How about the carpenters? Okay, that should put you in a coma. 11.37 on January the 6th, Wednesday. Now, only six days into the new year. 
as this audience puts old Uncle Neil, old fat Uncle Neil, into a goddamn immediate terminal coma with their great sense of humor, with their lack of material, with their lack of anything coherent to say. Nice going. Sit back, pop up a little stogie here. We'll do it the QAM. We just want the money. Thank you. But first, we better do a little break here, right? 22 till noon at 560 WQAM. Want to get yourself a great cigar? Then go down and see our friends at Nick Cigars. In fact, a great way to sample all their exquisite cigars is to join our friends from Nick's at the annual Miami Big Smoke, hosted by Cigar Aficionado. It's being held on January the 12th. That's a week from, uh, that's next uh, Tuesday, last time I checked, from 7 to 10 p.m. at the Grand Ballroom of Lowe's, Miami Beach. The night features complimentary cigars, food, wine, and spirits. The Big Smoke always sells out, so call for tickets today, 212-481-0330. That's 212-481-0330. George will be there, by the way, and he'll take all the free cigars you bring him and whatever else you got that you don't want. He'll take that, too. The year-end scores are in, by the way, as I've been telling you the last few days, and boy, the people of Nick's are mighty proud, and they should be. Cigar Insider has picked the best cigars of the whole year, 1998, not just from this neck of the woods, but for the entire world. And five on the list of the top 25 are from Nick's Cigars. In fact, they're the only manufacturer in the universe that's got as many as five on the list. So even some of the uh, top uh, famous names, the most expensive brands like Cohiba, Monte Cristo, Opus X, and La Gloria Cubana don't score any better. In fact, some of them even lower than Nick's Great Cigars, including that super new Perdomo Reserve, which I got one in my push right now. So if you really appreciate a real good cigar, not some cheap dime store piece of garbage, something really great, then get yourself down to Nick's. And today's a good day to do it because today and every Tuesday and Wednesday, you go to Nick's, you say Neil Rogers sent me by, they give you a 10% discount on all the great smoking goodies and the accessories too. Nick's Cigar, 7111 West Flagler, one mile east of the Flagler Street exit of the Palmetto. You may call them at 305 266 9907. Are you sick of tossing and turning because you can't sleep at night? Uh-huh. Gotta be up for work in a few hours. All I want's a little shut eye. Then why not kick back and relax with Crime Life Records' new double CD set, The Sounds of Silence. That's right. Let your cares melt away with the soothing, relaxing, peaceful tranquility of complete and utter nothingness on this ridiculous, digitally remastered, timeless CD of pure, noiseless serenity. You'll hear songs like this. And this. Plus, if you act now, for those of you who vacation in the country and can't get to sleep without the ambient noise of a bustling, thriving metropolis, we'll also throw in, at no additional charge, Sounds of the City. Wow, it sounds just like a real rat-infested, densely populated urban locale. Now I can finally get some shut on. To order the Sounds of Silence and the free crappy bonus CD, Sounds of the City, call 1-800-I'm-a-total-global-idiot and I'll buy anything. Sorry, no COD. And how about those diet pills from uh, Dr. Stillman, too? 17 till noon at 560 WQM. So anyway, Dr. Bernstein in this book, just two very short paragraphs. Okay, bear with me, all you fat people out there that want to, uh, you know, don't want to hear the truth. He says, so what are carbohydrates? He's talking about the various different uh, types of, uh, you know, protein and carbohydrates and fat. He says, the technical answer is that carbohydrates are chains of sugar molecules. The carbohydrates we eat are mostly chains of glucose molecules. The shorter the chain, the sweeter the taste. Some chains are longer and more complicated, hence simple and complex carbohydrates, having many links and even branches. But simple or complex, carbohydrates are composed entirely of 
Sugar. Sugar. Oh, my God. Sugar, you might ask, holding up a slice of coarse ground, seven-grain bread. This is sugar. Well, in a word, yes. at least after you digest it, with some important exceptions, carbohydrates or foods derived primarily from plant sources, such as vegetables, grains, and fruits, have the same effect on blood glucose levels that table sugar does. The ADA has recently recognized officially, by the way, for example, that bread is as fast-acting a carbohydrate as table sugar. How do you like that? Whether you eat a piece of the nuttiest whole grain bread, drink a Coke, or have a dollop of mashed potatoes, the effect on blood glucose levels is the same. Your blood sugar rises, F-A-S-T, fast, says Dr. Bernstein. Here's a a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil God. Yes, sir. Uh, Happy Ontif, happy Pesach, happy Purim. Back to you. Uh, Happy Sukkot. Couple... (laughs) Couple of things uh, to bring back these Spanish guys. No, it's much more authoritative, and it uh, it always makes me crack up constantly. Bring what back? The Spanish guys. No, you, you're using the other guys. No, I don't have cool. any Spanish guys. No, that's Larry King. No, is he Spanish? No, that's, that's Larry not King? Spanish. Yes. Oh, I, that's okay. Larry King. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, need more oys. And uh, by the way, last night uh, crossfire, Ileana Ross Leighton, just. Hawking the China, uh, unbelievable. Uh, they're trying to finally trying to you know start to open up Cuba, and uh, she just won't hear about it. Of course, mm-hmm. <laughs> she will not hear about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. It's just very funny. Okay, thanks, Glenn. Glenn Hill, there, the bird doing a little. Uh, oh! this, huh? uh-huh. Uh-huh. Two open lines at Broward five six seven zero five sixty. Pound. I rest my case. I mean, this is you hear it. This is it. This is what's out there, man. Five six seven oh five sixty. Too bad we didn't get first to that the stinking lady at the uh, Boker Library, huh? I could have killed a couple hours on that. What I'm going to start doing is I'm going to start listening to Rick and Suds in the morning and stealing their subject matter. We'll talk about the stock market. Oh, I like Rick and Suds. I really do. They're good guys. Well, let's go to a... I'm, I'm just going to say that every day just to piss off Defoe since he's so thin-skinned now and so paranoid. Boy, talk about juvenile, man. Grow up, Defoe. Get a pair, will you? And uh, lose some weight while you're at it. Here's a lady in Miami. Hello? Neil? Yes, ma'am. Neil, what's the difference between acne and a priest? Okay, let's go to a... Uh, that was a little kid. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello? Mobile in Miami. Going once. Going twice. Mobile in Miami is gone. Let's try a call from Tampa. Hello? Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Australian Shepherds, my friend. The best dog in the world. Oh, whatever you say. Where is it on the list? On what list? Okay, we have two open lines in date, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Call all the way from Tampa to share that with us. Thank you, sir. Here's Miami. Hello? Miami. Mobile in Coral Springs. Hello? Happy New Year, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, you were talking about sugar and fat and weight loss. What you're saying about sugar is correct. However... Not talking as a diabetic side, but as a person trying to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've just lost since last year 70 pounds. I've gone from a 44 waist to a 32. Great. If you eat comp- carbohydrates or sugar, however, if you eat the two two breakdowns, they're simple and complex. Yes. Simple are the fruits and the juices. When you have those items that have the Diabetics sugar... Diabetics can't eat fruit or Right, juice. no, no, we're talking weight loss now. Yes. Okay, so when you take a simple comp- a carbohydrate into your body, if the body doesn't need it at that particular time, mm-hmm. it will store it back into fat. So what you do is if you want to, if you take in the carbohydrates at the right time of day when you're working out and when you're training and watching your diet, if you take the complex long ones, which are the bread, the rice, 
they take longer for the body, even though they go into the body of sugar, they take longer to get into the system, so the body will burn up that sugar at a better rate than going into your body and turning it to fat to store it, which mm-hmm. is what the fat cells do. They store, they store the sugar and items that are not being used and necessary at that particular time. Yeah. And so it's well, if it works for you, that's fine. But most most people who've got a carbohydrate problem, uh, oh. it's not going to work for them, whether they're diabetic or not. Okay. Keep it up. Okay. See, they they don't want. I mean, it worked for him. Whatever. That's great. But uh, you know, they're going to make all kinds of arguments because they don't want to face the facts. That you have to, for the most part, most of us have to stop eating those carbohydrates, period. But what does this guy know? I mean, does he know anything, this doctor? No. Of course not. He's just making it up. We have an open line in Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I've got the, uh, I've become the greatest cook of non-carb desserts because I'm yeah. a huge sweet fiend. And I make a egg custard with no sugar, no carbs. Uh, a cheesecake. Uh, I never want to see cheesecake again. If I never saw, if I ever see a dyed cheesecake again, whoever brings it in, dead on the spot. I don't want to see it. You got to try my souffle though. You, you put six eggs, a pint of heavy cream, uh-huh. a package of. Now where do you recipe, stick it? Rectum. Yeah. The, the recipe um, equal pack. Yeah. And, and you bake it on 400 for 30 minutes. No. No thanks. Okay, we have an open line at day one and Brown. I'll stick to the flan first, okay? Fine, at least that slides out real good. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello? That sounded like a fruity gourmet to me. Mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello? Hello. Yes, sir. Yes, Neil, first-time caller. All right. Uh, happy New Year to you. Uh-huh. Uh, along the lines of the uh, sugar, I found uh, Ben & Jerry's in the half-gallon size. Yeah. Only two flavors, um, Cherry Garcia and Chocolate Chip Cookie Dough. Yeah. Um, right at uh, BJ's. So, so what, is, what does that mean along the lines of the sugar? Well, what does that mean? Well, you guys understand. are talking about the diabetics and the sugar. Yeah. If you want to go into a sugar coma, I guess a half gallon. Half of gallon would do it. I think that would that would uh, finish me off great with a smile on my puss, yeah. Yeah, the only two flavors I saw was Chocolate Chip Cookie Dough and Cherry Garcia. BJ's. They're making it in half gallons now, huh? Yeah, in BJ's Wholesale Club in Sunrise. Yeah, right oh, that's, that's right by me, yeah. Yeah. So I just thought I'd let you know about okay, that. Okay, I'll see you there about 2.30. Okay. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. Okay, we have two open lines in Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello? How you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. Hey, I just want to sympathize with you about your dog. I know a good vet is really hard to find. Um, personal experience, we took our dog in. Uh, to the vet, he checked it out. He said everything was fine. He died the next day. Who's the uh, vet? No, my you go to dog. Seattle? No, I wish the vet died. Yeah. The dog died. Yeah, he died the next day. From what? Um, well, he had a hernia in his. He, he had a hernia. Rectum. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And he couldn't go to the bathroom, so. Well, what do you mean dog... a hernia in his rectum? What the hell is yeah, that? Yeah, he, he had a hernia, a herniated rectum. Yeah. He had a bruised so, rectum. So he couldn't go to the bathroom, so the doctor, rec- the veterinarian, recommended a laxative for the dog. So we gave him, the, you know, the laxative. He went to the bathroom fine. The next day he was going to be operated on. We took him in. He, uh, the doctor said he was fine. The following day he died. The doctor said he was fine. He didn't say your dog the was doctor, fine. No, the doctor, well, yeah, right? I guess we misunderstood him. Right. But, yeah, I, I follow understand. very carefully when they're speaking, because generally speaking, they're writing down, like, uh, so much for this and so much for that. They're writing down the lab charges, all of that stuff. So you have no, to follow it, it, very it, it carefully. Really, the, uh, 
it's really disheartening That's because, I, I mean, this dog was in our family for 12 years. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I love Five animals. Years? What kind of a dog was it? He was a mix. He was a, a little mix that we found on and the street. And he was 12 years old? No, he was... He came when when I he's been with us for twelve years. Well, how was that? How old was he when you got him? He was a puppy. He was about maybe a year old. So in other words, he was thirteen years old. Around there, yeah. Well, that's old enough. Okay, we have an open line in day two in Broward five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Well, what does this guy want for Quinn? I love dogs. Don't live forever, do they? No. Well, there you go. For Christ's sakes, Jesus, he had a bruised rectum. That was it. Probably uh, happy to be out of his misery at this point. He's probably up there in doggy heaven, dropping little bombs from the sky. In fact, every day, every now and then, you're flying in a plane. You look out the window. You see, oh, look at that. There's a little uh, Christmas log. It's not a Yule log. It's uh, Fido. It's his dog. Drop a little uh, remembrance back on us. Two open lines in Broward. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's uh, Oral Gables. Hello. Okay. Thank you. He went through all. He got the musical accompaniment. Very good, sir. Kept him off the street. Beauty. Thank you. That's probably the guy that's got the ad in the paper today for those pills. Either that or it's, uh, what's her name, uh, Linda Energy's boyfriend. We have an open line at Dade, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T line. Here's a mobile in North Miami Beach. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil. How are you today? Okay. I'm a fat pig. Well, oh. that's all right. <laughs> I am hey, a fat uh, pig. I mean, why would you get upset about that? I'm, I'm a fat pig. I'm not upset. Uh, about seven weeks ago, you were Not a super fat pig. About seven weeks ago, you were talking about uh, a book that involved the Harrison Act, and I was wondering what the name of that book was, because uh, I went to go in person at uh, one of these bookstores. And Lost Rights title. by James Bovard. One more time, what was that? Lost Rights, James Bovard. It's a paperback. B-O-V-A-R-D is the author. Ross, thank you. Lost Have Rights. Have a good day. And back to you. Open line in day one in Broward, 5670560, pound 560, the worst day of my life. Just when you think it couldn't possibly be any worse, you get up, your dog wakes you up 2.30 in the morning, you're tossing and turning because you work for a bum fork operation. You then know your dog all of a sudden all over the place, and he starts getting neurotic and getting bloody stools, and then you come in here for this. You come in here for this, and like I said, thank God there's the check at the end of the rainbow here. Like the last couple of days, I'm looking at the uh, weather in uh, Amsterdam and other European cities. It's warmer there than it is here. Oh, they got a few showers, a little cloudy. But, uh, you know, when it's like that here, then you really know you're paying a wicked price. At least when the sun is shining, it's a decent day. You say, okay, there's one reason to be here besides the paycheck. There's something. But when it's cold and bitter and raining and nasty and almost like up north and you're freezing your tuchus off, you say, holy crap, man, this ain't worth it. Maybe, that's all my, maybe my dog was making an editorial comment. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, how you doing? I'm, I'm glad you came on the radio and, and let us know what idiots there are in Florida. A native been here all my life, and I'm glad somebody can really recognize this. What do you mean can recognize? I've been here for uh, 500 years. You like something new? I've been talking about this since the second week after I was here. Well, this is true. This is true, but I don't think and anybody's it's getting worse. It's not getting better. It's getting worse. Send them all for MRIs, and there'll be nothing there, believe me. Yeah. And, 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 have a nice day. Okay. We have an open line, and, uh, and he's talking. Open line at date, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. The town with no material. See, it's not a question. Ask not what your tacos, it, it's what the audience brings to the table. Do they bring anything? No. Even a napkin? No. No, nothing. A sanitary napkin? No. No. They bring nothing to the table. Not even a folk. 
not even a spoon, not even a paper plate. Here's a mobile in North Miami Beach. Hello. Neil? Yes, sir. I love you. How are you? Okay. Happy New Year. First of all, what's the matter with the puppies? What's the matter with your puppies? I don't know. The vet will probably tell me he's got a case of whatever he's got. Yeah, I know you. Uh, you he's were not a puppy. He's ten years old. He's getting really old. Yeah, we spoke once about he had a problem with the, with the ears and the moisture and all of that. No, that's the other. That's not the same dog. Oh, okay. That's another dog. Don't get my golden retriever's ears mixed up with my little dog's <laughs> bloody diarrhea. Okay, I, please. I apologize. My big dog does not have <laughs> bloody. Oh, thank God. And oh, in fact, you just conjured up an image for me. If the big dog ever got, oh boy, that would be that the end. I would well, just uh, get in the car and drive away. Well, you better get another housekeeper. Um. And you're right, the vets can be pretty rough, but there are some wonderful vets around. I'm an well, animal I sure lover. haven't discovered any yet. Maybe, uh, maybe they, and I've talked to a new one at my joint I went to this morning, somebody I haven't seen before. They seem to have, like, revolving veterinarians there. Maybe she's like an expert and really knows what the hell she's doing. I hope I pray. Well, I don't know if you want to mention names. No, I don't. I mean, even the place. But there's a big facility, uh, probably not too far from you, right off of I-95. And I-95 and what? Hollywood Boulevard. That's not far from me? Well, in Plantation Acres, I'm going to schlep that little piece of crap to a Hollywood? Yeah, it's worth it. <laughs> no, it's they're, not. They're a big facility. Well, it's, I got a feeling. I got news for you. You know uh, what a little neurotic dog is like? Just driving him from my house to uh, not the five, ten minutes away, he's already got the green apple quick step. He's having a nervous breakdown. He's jumping all over me. The idea of driving that dog to Hollywood. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm sitting at the house looking in the microwave and then thinking about driving to Hollywood. It's not a, it's not a tough contest. It's an easy call. It's 1157 at 560 WQM. Time for lunch. It's an easy call where to go if you're anywhere near the Davy area. That's the Pizza Loft, home of fantastic pizza. Three different kinds of great pizza and all kinds of phenomenal goodies like the award-winning lasagna that Jeff Cohen is notorious for and the best garlic rolls in the world. And there are uh, strombolis and calzones and super subs, chicken cacciatore, traditional pasta favorites. They got them all. Spaghetti and meatballs or sausage, baked ziti, tortellini with cheese sauce, which really is a knockout. And they got all kinds of combination dinners, too, with your favorite sauces. You not only pick what you want in the combination plate, but you pick the sauces you like on them, too. Chicken and veal and eggplant, stuffed shells, lasagna, manicotti combinations, absolutely sensational. Best thing you love about the loft is the fact that they give you big, fresh portions at very modest prices. They have express lunch specials. If you can't make it over there, phone or fax the order in. It'll be ready in just a matter of moments. Call 954-916-8880. 916-8880 for lunch, for dinner, for late night snacks. Anytime you're in the mood for great Italian American food, this is the place. Pizza Loft on University Drive in the Pizza Loft Plaza, right between Griffin and 595, next to Nova Southeastern, Kitty Corner from Sadie's Buffet, right behind Pier 1 Imports. Pizza Loft, not the fastest, not the cheapest. They just be the best. The Neil Rogers Show, now on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, Bush. Tonight on CBS, it's America's funniest elephants with bladder infections. That is the sickest thing I've ever seen. Not my new dress. America's funniest elephants with bladder infections. That's tonight, right after when Chihuahuas attack. Yo quiero taco. Okay, that's our poll question today, by the way. What's worse, elephants with bladder infections or little minpins with uh, bloody diarrhea? Huh? That's our poll question. It's a minute past noon at 560. What's, what's wrong with them? I mean, that's just the way it is. That's life. That's God again, okay? God invented bloody diarrhea. I know that's very distasteful, especially right at noon. It's right lunch hour. I'm sorry, but you religious assholes out there, you're God. You can't blame anybody else for that. 
You can't blame bad dietary habits. He's been eating the same food for like years now. It must be God-invented bloody <laughs> diarrhea. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I'm losing my voice. Sorry. Me too. <laughs> I got something for the table for you. Yes? I had the same experience from different vets, and what happened, I, I called this mobile clinic, and they came out to my house, and uh, they uh, have x-ray, they have uh, uh, surgery. This morning, I had like I had to come to work, so I had no choice. I had no alternative. And I certainly wasn't going to leave the dog in the house alone. No. You know, my big dog is smart, but I don't think he's competent to uh, let the little dog out every now and then when he's about to do a go all over the floor. No, I guess that wouldn't help. No, the dog has bloody diarrhea. Not a good idea to leave him alone in the household. Anyway, I could leave a number with you offline if, if you might be interested in the future because it did help me. Okay, that would be great. All right, buddy. Thanks. Have, have a nice day. Hang on, thanks. Okay, line six, take that. In fact, I had a number of a mobile vet, which I lost. That's a good idea. They come to your house, they do the grooming, they do, uh, you know, little minor things, and they also do, like, important things. Sounds excellent to me. In fact, I think they ought to have, like, mobile doctors, like we used to have years ago. I was reading that there are a few doctors that make house calls every now and then, and Dr. Mark actually made a house call here a few months ago, took my blood, came in here, stabbed me a couple of times. Open line in Dade County, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. See, the thing about the, like the guy that called before, I'm glad he's losing weight, but he, he want, he, again, he wants to project his personal experience to everybody else. And I'm telling you, sir, if you have severe carbohydrate intolerance, like most of us fat Americans have got, that the bread and the rice and the potatoes and the pasta and all the other things that you're raving about, it's still not going to work. It's going to make you F-A-T, P-H-A-T, P-H-I-S-H-F-O-O-D, okay? Fat. Here's Florida City. Hello. Florida City. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil, I just want to know what do you have against black people? What do I have against black people? Isn't that interesting? We haven't said one word about black people today, but out of the blue, here's a What is it? You usually do. Usually do what? Talk, say something about black people. Like what black I people? I just wanted to catch you. What black people are those? Huh? All of them. Any of them. All of them? Yeah. Like John Conyers from a Michigan? No. Like Julian Bond? No. Like Barbara Jordan, rest in peace? Yeah. Aren't those black people I just mentioned? Yeah. And what, what about... What, what about gay people? No, 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 forget that? about gay people. What about black people? What are, who are the black people I'm talking bad about? Let's not sub to, uh, switch the uh, subject to somebody you are a, a prejudice against. Let's talk about black people. Which yeah, we black are people? talking about black people. What is it? We, we are talking about black people. All black people. Well, what? All black people. All black people. I had a what? black friend called one night. You called him a coon. Yeah, and what, so what's wrong with that? Huh? What's wrong with that? He didn't call you gay, so why should you call no, him not a gay coon? fag. That doesn't bother me. People call me fag all the time. Does it bother you? Huh? Doesn't bother me. It's a word. No, it doesn't bother me. Is your friend got a sense why. of is your friend got a sense of humor or not? No, he doesn't have one. Well, tell him to get one, okay, and a sense of humor too. His friend don't have one. Maybe you can tie one on. God. Coon, smoky, sparky, nigger, uh, uh, spear chucker. I mean, what's the problem with that? Okay, cloud. They're words. That's the message from this show, sir. Words are meaningless, okay? Even little kids, sticks and stones, all that other bullcrap, okay? Tell your friend to grow up and get a goddamn life and lighten up a little bit, so to speak. We have an open line, and damn it, leave it to a guy like this. In the middle of nowhere, out of all this other discussion of the 425 things I'm talking about, and the one or two the audience might be responding to, all of a sudden he wants to start talking about, what do I have against black people? Sir, I like nice people, whether they're black, whether they're white, whether they're whatever the hell they might be. 
whether they're gooks, I don't care what they are. But people who are illiterate and people who reproduce like rabbits who are irresponsible, those people are not too crazy about it. I think they ought to be, uh, you know, sterilized forcibly, whether they're black or white or whatever they might be. Here's Miami. Hello. Miami. Going once. Oh, this is this is a picnic without the ants. Oh, no, I, I take it back. It's a picnic with the ants. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Hollywood. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. Maybe you can help me clarify something. Um, like you, I've been battling the weight up and down for years and years and years. Mm -hmm. um, and like other people have called in, I've been on, on programs where I do eat and I have eaten all those things you mentioned, the breads and the rice, and still lost weight. Okay. I, my question to you is, Atkins is premised on what? Absolutely no complex carbohydrates at all? No complex That's carbohydrates, right. Zero. Right. No breads, no potatoes, no rice, nothing. Correct. But you, but you can eat everything else as much as you want. No, now of course not as much as you want. Well, you know what I mean. Limit, limit, limit. You can have up. You limit yourself in, in the you beginning. Have, you can have up to about twenty or thirty grams of uh, uh, complex carbohydrates. Okay. And you can have a nice big fat piece of steak and a ton of steamed vegetables and all that kind of stuff. And as long as you cut out those carbohydrates, you're saying that's uh, that's what's what's causing us the problems. Right. Okay. All right. I just you know because I'm confused. You know, everybody says. Uh, uh, you say no fat, low fat, up a beep, up a boop. You know it doesn't. It doesn't. It's, it's a fraud. It doesn't work for 99% of the people. The the they come out with these lists every few months. They keep doing these studies, and the Americans are getting fatter and fatter and fatter. And they keep uh, hocking them with these. All they all it is is merchandising. Don't you understand? Low fat this, low fat that, low fat salad dressing, low fat uh, snack wells. It doesn't work. It yeah, doesn't work. Is, where, where do the fruits the fruits fall in with that then? What is it? On the, on the Atkins. On the Atkins, you can have a little bit of fruit, very little, very minimal. Very minimal. Okay. All right, well, I'll just, you know. High, it's it's uh, fruit sugar. Let me say it again. Right, fruit right, sugar, right. no sugar. Cut out the sugar. Okay. I just, uh, I probably the best thing can do is pick up the book, but I just. Uh, that's that's exactly right. Pick up the book yeah. and uh, you'll thank me for it. Have a good luck to you. Open line in Dade, 500 in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Eight minutes past noon at QAM. Have you ever tried to get money from a bank, one of those big hotshot lending institutions? I bet you a lot of you people out there have tried to do that, and you live to tell about it, but not too happy. They give you a runaround. They give you the first degree, the second degree, the third degree. They want your shoe size. And every couple of days, they keep calling back for more information, and by the time they're finished, they wear you out, and then at the end of the whole deal, you may not get the money after all. If you want to get some money for any good reason, the easy way, talk to our good friends Mike Hart and Jake. They've been helping people just like you in this town since way back in 1982. There's never an application fee. There are no hidden charges, no runarounds, no BS at A Atlantic Coast Mortgage. And in most cases, Mike Hart and Jake can get you approved in 24 hours. They can even take your application information right over the phone if you like. And with interest rates as low as they are right now, now is a smart time to get yourself a first or a second mortgage, even a debt consolidation loan. So get the personal service you want and deserve. Forget all the BS in the third degree. Call A Atlantic Coast Mortgage today. You'll have money in no time. In Dade County, call 305-944-0733. That's 305-944-0733. In Broward and Palm Beach, call 954-987-8077. 954-987-8077. Get yourself some money the painless way from A Atlantic Coast Mortgage. This is 560 QAM. 
If you've been looking for a cellular phone, but you don't want the credit hassles, contracts, and outrageous monthly bills that comes with it, then it's time you discover TrackPhone. TrackPhone is a prepaid cellular phone that requires absolutely no credit checks, no security deposits, and no monthly access fees. Finally, you know what you pay. You never get an unpleasant surprise with a steep monthly cell phone bill, because with TrackPhone, you buy airtime in advance. It's cellular service that's convenient and available to anyone, anytime, anywhere. Take your track phone with you wherever you go. It works just like a normal cell phone. And with nationwide coverage, you can always stay in touch no matter where you are. Track phone makes a great gift for people denied traditional cellular service due to credit or employment history. It's also perfect for students to keep in touch with their family without blowing their monthly budget. Everyone qualifies, and there's no age limits with track phone. It's easy to buy and easy to use. Get your track phone now. You can't be rejected. Find it at your nearest Eckerd Photo Lab Express store or Radio Shack. Buy the phone and pay for the airtime as you go. As much or as little as you want. Track phone. Everyone's answer to cellular. Toyota's 20th anniversary. And right now, your South Florida Toyota dealers are celebrating 20 years of incredible sales with the biggest sales event in history. Question this weekend, save like never before on brand new 99 Camry. Loaded with all the options you want. Now just $2.29 a month. Get, get just $2.29 a month for America's best-selling car, the 1999 Camry. Or buy with zero down payment. Let's get Toyota-thon savings on 4Runners, Rav4, Avalon, Vienna Van, even the all-new Solera Coupe. You know it's our anniversary! 20 years of Toyota Five! 20 years of savings! Brand new 1999 Camry! Equip, quick, quick! Just $229 a month! We're gonna take your money! Just celebrate our anniversary! Because in South Florida! We drop Toyota! 39 months, $8.99 down with approved credit. The Dolphins head west to Mile High Stadium for the AFC playoffs and a rematch with the Super Bowl champion Denver Broncos Saturday. Bill Temper and Jim Mandich call the action. Countdown to kickoff starts at noon, game time, 4.15 on Sports Radio 560 QAM. Get the honey, Junior. Have an extra tooth in my mouth, but the rest of me is okay. Not to worry that not looking there, not when you have double Z. Know that the guy's there. I've been blessed with a great pair. I find it hard time to reach my guitar, but too bad they made me a star. My breasts aren't small, I know that they're not safe, they are my own. And as long as my career goes on, I will never show them. Oh my God, your breasts are beautiful. 1213 at 560 WQM, there's that beady little uh, Pete Bolger lookalike, Representative Charles Kennedy of Florida. And their former Democrat, by the way, turned Republican because he couldn't hide his true colors anymore. Let me say it again. Anybody who eats at Olive Garden, that should tell you everything you need to know. wonder if that bitch ever got a job back, by the way. That'll teach her. Here's uh, Kendall. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. What's going on? Yes? I was looking for your website, and I can't find it. It's been down for, for I don't know how no, long. That, that one don't exist anymore. NeilRogers.com. That's the official, uh, that's it. That's the oh, one. Oh, it's Neil Rogers now, not Neil God? Right. All right. Thanks a lot, Neil. Okay, there is no... Neil, God! Virginia. 
We have an open line indeed, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Here's a mobile in uh, Fort Myers. Hello. Are we there? Are, are, we're there. Hey, Neil, listen. There. Hey, first off, I love your show, man. i listened to you for years. I'm over Fort Myers. But I've been telling my wife about the Dick and Cider. Yeah. Can you play that? No. Two open lines in date, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one. I'll get to it, pal. I'll play it for you, okay? Don't take it personal. I'll play it. I just thought it would sound a lot better to say. No. Okay, because we're not doing, like, all requests today. We're, try we're trying to, like, have a few conversations. That's why they call it a talk show as opposed to, hey, my wife, you want to put a what inside what? Here's a mobile in West Palm Beach. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yes, I'm a uh, Floridian born in Jacksonville, so I'm probably a Yahoo, as you call them. Could be. I uh, love your show. I, I hope to win the lottery one day. I'm going to put a spaceship up there with you on it. Anyway, I was responding to yeah, that Yeah, but do I have to buy my own equipment? No, I want to I want to uh, simulcast you up there with all the Baptists to really screw with them. All right. Um, hey, listen, we're on in Fort Myers, man. They're not too happy about it over there. That's uh, that's the one good thing about this whole deal is we get yep. to piss off those assholes on the West Coast. Well, Jacksonville's the uh, home of the Southern Baptist Convention with Homer Lindsay as himself. So. Homer Lindsay? All right. Great. Yeah, that's him, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, no, I, was, I was responding to that guy about the Atkins diet. I'm on it right now. I've yeah. lost about 45 pounds. If you read the book and do everything, you take a multivitamin to make up for the vitamins that you lose in the vegetables. Um, you know, it's, it's the greatest diet out there. I don't care what anybody says. I agree. I agree. If, if you're one of those people that really can't deal with the carbohydrates, and especially if you're diabetic, I mean, uh, well, what? See, there are a lot of these people, they make it real complicated, and they act like, well, gee, you know, they have to. Do. I mean, that's because they're already making an excuse. When you talk to somebody who, who gives you that song and a dance, you know they're not going to do it anyway. So why well, even they, waste? Well, they also tell you, they go, well, I, I, I can have a big steak, sure, but I've got to have at least a half a baked potato. No, they and can't. Like, you don't even want a baked potato when you get on the diet. After about they a go week, to Ruth Chris and have a big, juicy uh, ribeye. They don't need any baked potato. Let them get exactly a little right. side of uh, broiled mushrooms on the side or some broccoli with cheese uh, sauce on it. What the hell do they need a baked potato for? There you go. I tell you, and smoked fish dip and eat it on a, uh, I'll give you a little secret. I don't know smoked fish it. dip? <laughs> hey, not for me. You don't like smoked fish dip? I don't like now. fish, anything fishy. Well, you know that cheese spread and stuff like that that's real low in carbs? Yeah. Eat it on, eat it on, uh, if you go to like Publix and get their, um, their pork rinds. Right. The hot and spicy. Right. Use, those, use that as your cracker because they have no carbs in it. That's right. Those, those are okay except after the first two, three bags, you know. <laughs> they get a little bit uh, gamey in your throat. Okay, pal, okay, keep yeah. it up. Great. Have great. a great day. Bye. See, there's a guy. He's a believer. He knows it works. I mean, staying on it, it's not easy. And like uh, Dr. Mark said yesterday, once you go off it, boom, you just uh, balloon back up again. It's not It's not a diet. It's what we got to do, and it's not easy because we're addicted to sugar. And you don't want to hear that. You don't want to hear me because you, you can't stand hearing that. It's the goddamn truth. You're addicted to sugar, goddammit. I'm addicted. I'm an addict. How come you can come on here and talk about being an ex-alcoholic? You can talk about being a former drug addict? That's okay. And people, like, they feel sorry for you, and they, uh, you know, understand, oh, whatever. But if you say, I'm a sugar addict, they look at you like, huh, are you nuts, man? Like that. In fact, why don't we have a song? Boca Bryant should do a song, Sugar is Good for You, to the tune of Beer is Good for You, Sugar is Good for You, you know. Just keep sucking it down, baby. And killing yourself. I mean, it's okay to kill yourself. Just ask Dr. Jack, he'll tell you. It'd be okay. But just know that you're doing it. You're sacrificing your life so that all the food manufacturers can put all this stuff in a store, all these goddamn potato chips, and all this other addictive crap that you can't eat, eat only four or five dozen, and all the other uh, garbage that we stick in our bodies. 
And like I've been saying for years, is there anybody out there that's got a car that's worth more than 50 bucks that would put dog crap in their gas tank? No. No. That would put water in their gas tank? No. No. But the fuel for your body, because we've been brainwashed, we've been conditioned to eating pure, unadulterated crap most of our lives. Crap that's made somewhere in a machine, that's artificially made in a machine so that it'll appeal to your taste buds, not that's healthy and good for you, that keeps clogging your arteries and making you fatter and fatter and sicker and sicker so we can all look like Rosie O'Donnell someday. Man, is she a pig or what? She is she's not only fat, she's just a pig. Uh-huh. Right. All she needs is one of the, you know, they, you know, they have those fake, like the Arkansas fans, the, uh, the, what do they call them? The, uh, fake pig noses with the rubber band. The hogs. They, they, yeah, yeah, exactly. They, they should put a fake pig nose on that bitch. <laughs> Just let her oink for the whole hour that she's on it at Rosie O'Donnell. Jesus Christ. What in God's name? It goes to show again about the American, uh, housewives out there. They're watching Oprah. They're watching who's also, you know, like depending on which week it is, she either weighs 300 or 40 pounds, one or the other, from one week to the next. <laughs> And uh, Roseanne, and let me say it again, that show, well, how she could be doing a talk show. Oh, my God. I would watch Howie Mandel before I'd watch Roseanne, and I would, like, blow my brains out before I'd watch Howie Mandel. Here's uh, Mobile in Hollywood. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. Two quick points. Uh, first of all, I just wanted to let you know I went and purchased uh, A Farewell to God by Charles Templeton. Oh! I started it. And Great. Great. I want to take my time reading it, though, because I'm just trying to absorb all of it. Now, where, where did you get it? I got it through Amazon.com. Right. That's okay, the best I way to get it. I heard you say you could only get it through the 1-800 number, and right. that night I went home and ordered it. And uh, it's pretty deep, pretty good stuff. I encourage any of your listeners to uh, pick it up and read it. And then again, let me say this. There's a guy who was one of uh, Billy Graham's best buddies for years and years in their early days as ministers. He was a preacher for about 500 years. And then he suddenly realized this is all a bunch of bull crap. Well, his I mean, if he was just was, some... Huh? His whole point was uh, people started asking him questions about the faith that he didn't have the answers to. Right. So he uh, encouraged Billy Graham, let's go get educated. And so Billy said, no. Now, Billy said no, I'm making more money this way. Exactly. Second of all, yesterday I went out on the gambling boat, and uh, I mentioned to one of the people working there that they got a bad rap from the Sun Sentinel. Right. And uh, the pit boss came up to me and said, oh, you listen to Neil Rogers. And I said, yeah. He said, well, he did us a great service. He got us a lot of business. But, yeah, uh, look at Thank you. God bless him. Have a good day. Thanks a lot, pal. Yeah, the evils of gambling. Well, we here at the Sun Sentinel believe that uh, all you people that don't bet on games, you're just as interested in the odds. Oh. It, it makes you weak. You know, you have to be strong. You have to keep, like, pumping yourself back up like Arnold, you know, because it, it just wears you out. The inanity of this town, the crap that gets written in the newspapers and set on the air, and is it just accepted as fact, this garbage. And then, of course, we got the picture in the paper today of there's uh, Governor Jebster. Oh, yeah, where is that thing? There he is. Jeb Bush celebrates family, faith, and friends. All right. There he is holding his hand up. But you notice he's not holding it up in the air too high. He's like kind of like down here. Like, well, kind of like wavering it. Family, faith, and friends. Bible-thumping, phony baloney with a circle of bigoted, obnoxious friends, right-wing assholes. That's, that's, where, that's him. That's what he's all about. He makes his daddy look like a goddamn raving liberal, this one. And this time, of course, they you know polished up his image. They ran him against the dead man, and people said, oh, okay, I guess so, whatever you say. But I will say this, boy. What's his name? George P., his son in the background there. Boy, does he look good, huh? Does he look good? Yes. Wow. Well, what are you smiling about? His son happens to look real good. By the way, Jeb, what's your son doing later on? Ah, oh, gee, you hear what that faggot said today? He's after George Bush, uh, uh, Jeb Bush, whatever. 
He's after his son's bush. He's got a real good-looking Mexican uh, whatever that kid is, or whatever he's got in him. Just like, watch it, Linda Tripp. We don't know who the father or the mother is of that kid. He will, You know who I'm talking about, Linda Tripp's son? No. You've seen him 50 billion times. He's always standing like a few feet behind him. Oh, that Like, I don't know that bitch, but I'm supposed to be your son. <laughs> Maybe he's Bill Clinton's illegitimate kid. He's got so many running around. They keep dredging and drudging them up all the time. We have an open line in Dade 1 in Broward, 567 0560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Coral Springs. Hello. Happy New Year's, Neil. And back to you, sir. Uh, I just want to say this is Marino's year. Yeah. Or that you're going to be eating there this year? Good. It's not a bad restaurant. Are they still in business? Open line in uh, Dayton, to and Broward. There's the QAM caller for you there again, uh, ladies and gentlemen. That's the definitive QAM sports nerd, the people that will destroy, ultimately, the all-sports format the other 20 hours of this radio station. There right there is the definitive one. Was he pretty interesting? No. Here's a mobile in, uh, it's like the J-E-T-S-A, J and I'm sure we'll get one of those now after I said it. You know, those are guys are pretty interesting. No. Mobile in Stewart. Hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Happy Great. Here. Back to you, sir. Hey, do we have to move out of... Uh... Florida, if the Dolphins, God forbid, win Saturday. Why is that? All these bandwagoners are going to jump on it. because I'm not really talking about that. I have no idea, and I have a little less than no interest. I mean, because they did it with the Marlins, and I almost had a fit. Yeah. Everybody wants to be a Marlin fanatic, and now well, everybody that's, wants to That's a... this town for you, man. They like the bandwagon. Yeah, all you see is a bunch of little fact, flags. I saw, I saw a bunch of people jumping on the uh, the uh, Ringling Brothers Circus trucks. They're over there on uh, Broward Boulevard. I guess I'm the only one. I mean, you know, it's a limited number of those of us who had the misfortune of sitting there for 10 minutes while the BSO was holding up traffic for the benefit of the Ringling Brothers. I thought Ringling Brothers Circus was like a, a commercial enterprise. Aren't they? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So how come they can uh, hold up traffic for them? You follow what I'm saying? Isn't the city making money indirectly on the event? What has that got to do with it? It's a commercial enterprise. The city makes money indirectly on the saw on the sawgrass. They pay taxes. Everybody, every business in there. The city of Sunrise makes money. Do they hold up the traffic every time somebody is going to the sawgrass? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, I should know. I live there. Man, it's a bitch. We have an open line in Dade five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. What are we going to do about eating today? I don't know. Maybe we don't want to eat. We don't want to eat. Oh, that's right. You are. Well, yeah. You know, it's easy for you to sit there and give me a look like no, we don't. You already ate. How about some jerky? You got some. Yeah. Where do you get that? That's good Walgreens. stuff. Walgreens. They have a, a jerky uh, area, an assortment. I see a lot of jerky people in Walgreens, yeah. Boy, that's good. Be yeah, most jerky, oh, God. I've got some different kinds today. Now, what about our friend Ron Popiel? If we get one of those de uh, dehydrators, de yeah. we can make turkey jerky and lurky jerky and herky jerky and uh, jerky the old uh, turkey. How's Ron Popiel doing? Anybody seen him lately? No. Now, he's busy making more infomercials and uh, taking a lot of your money. I give all the credit in the world. Any guy that can sell the kind of crap that he peddles and make millions of dollars doing it. Nice going, Ron. Nice scam. Here's a mobile in Aventura. Hello. Hello, Neil. I'm yes. uh, here in the synagogue based around. I want to talk about the Brazilian Jews. Yeah, okay, great. And the Brazilian Jews again. Oh! Yeah, uh-huh. Load out your Brazilian Jewish ass, okay? And by the way, we know we're, the jig is up. We know you're a woman. We have an open line in day one and... What are you laughing about? Those Brazilians, if they sound like a man, it's a woman. If it sounds like a woman, it's a man. And if it sounds like neither one of the above, it's probably both of the above. You ever see a woman with enormous breasts like a beautiful blonde who's also got a large <laughs> penis? Have you ever seen that? Not in person. No, I'm talking to you. You've seen those movies. Yeah. 
I'm talking about a woman who's got a just a beautiful face and body with enormous firm round breasts, and also a not just a, like a little make believe you know phony baloney. I'm talking about like a real penis. That's not a woman. Yeah. An augmented man. No. How do you Every know that? How do you know it's not an augmented woman, Mister? How do you know that? Well, they can glue them on, but uh... no, no, they can. They have said there are women who become men. Yes. Yes. Usually it's the other way around. It's usually uh, men. Why, have you done a study on this? Are you doing a survey? Hey, every other day on the talk shows, that's what they have on, like, on the Sally Jesse Freak show, yeah. and Mari, and all that Well, what stuff. about that uh, Geraldo thing yeah. we got? Maybe yeah. I'll play that. About she didn't know he had a penis until uh, it was too late? That's what Monica said. 1226 at 560. <laughs> well, I don't know. Could have been his little finger. Who knows what it was? Maybe you've seen your Wences was behind there. Thought I'd, thought I'd. You know, could have been. It felt like a finger. 26 past noon at 5. I can't believe I'm laughing. If you had any idea, I'm so out of it here. I just, I know it's no excuse. The show must go on like the Ringling Brothers, Barton and Bailey Circus. The show must go on, even though you had no sleep and you like tossed and turned and your little dog had bloody over the floor. You got, the show's got to go on, baby. Just grind out those spots. Grind out the spots. That business about the reorganization of the sales department and this whole thing that's going on here, this is one of the great scandals. And, I'm, you know, I'm going to go right back to where I was a year ago. Greg Reed, nice guy, but a big, fat, oh! when it comes to the radio business. I mean, this guy is such a zero. You know, good guy. Don't get me wrong. Personally, he's okay. He never, he's not a bad guy. But he is just talking about running a place. No communication. Nobody's got any idea what's going on. And our program director, and anytime you ask him about any of these things, oh, uh, uh, well, I'm coming over there. Uh, I'll, uh, yeah. Always got like, uh, you know, like when the doctor sticks something in your mouth, you go, uh, like that. Duff always asks like he's got uh, something in his mouth. And, uh, okay, 27 past noon. Judge Judy, don't get her mad. And you look at me one more time like that. One more time, I'll cram your face between my legs and make you smell my face. Judge Judy, she knows how to dispense cheap justice. Okay, that was Booker Brown. I couldn't understand it. Okay, now you're saying that he said, uh, okay, we can understand it. That's okay, Joe hit it. Oh, damn it. You're no fun over there. What's wrong with you? No, no, he's getting even now for that, uh, that bit I played, this Gordon bit, which, of course, was about Flash Gordon. You do understand that. He likes to flash it. Now he's just getting even. Well, what did you accomplish for me here now with this? And by the way, we go into a break, which we now got fairly shorter breaks, at least, than we had there for a while there. And it doesn't make any difference. We had six lines lit up on the board. I turn away for one second. Now there's one going. I'm telling you, man, the loyalty of this audience is staggering. It's like that TV thing. As much of an abortion as it was from the whammy people, was there ever any interest by the uh, audience of this show? To, uh, no. No. Thank you for your tremendous, uh, unbelievable support, by the way, on that, even though it was a piece of crap. God. Five, six, seven. Oh, yeah, George has not got the uh, jerky that I thought he had. He's got this great stuff that he's been bringing in here in a little bag and kind of like an industrial strength. So, oh, look, look, this stuff even falls apart. What? It's all right. I've bought it before. Yeah. It's uh, Jack Link's Kippered Beefsteak. Kipper, so out of the is it kosher? Oi! Oh, God, this is so goddamn salty. It's it's, it's like licking a uh, a salt lick, huh? It's like no, it's like licking a salt lick. We'll get some something in here, something real. This is a dreck. Oh, God, how could you eat this? And it's also got the slime on the outside, like flan. 
I was going to eat it, but now you, Even, you, you rubbed it. all over it. Oh, I rub, rubbed all over it. Yeah, but it's good now. In fact, now look at look, look at how much slime is on there, man. The Cubans we discovered today, they even like slime on their meat. I never bought that before. They like slime brands. on their jerky. Huh? You, you, I'm telling you, you don't want out of the regular You don't want this. Believe okay. me, it's so goddamn salty. Even Salty Saul Fleischman would be embarrassed by it, okay? Even a deer in the woods wouldn't uh, put its tongue on it. And the uh, thing either. 5670560, Pound 560 on a mobile one line. We've got about 300 open lines right now because they just, they're so uh, hot to trot, baby, today that if we don't get with them within uh, two or three seconds, uh, goodbye. Thank you. Here's a mobile in Miami Beach. Hello. Yes. Yes. Yeah. How are you, man? Okay. I'm uh, like an eight-year uh, listener here. Yes, sir. And, uh, I just uh, imported a couple of uh, my uh, illegal aliens? Younger, younger siblings from New York uh, a couple days ago. Like I said, illegal I got, aliens, yeah. And I got uh, three new listeners because my three-year-old kid's uh, full of crap now. Her mouth is uh, saying crap left and right. Great. For a couple of minutes. So, and, uh, you can take one and you can say it. Crap. Because that's in the American crap. way, yes. Crap. Hey, listen. Crap. Uh, I think the last time I, I requested, last time I requested this, uh, last I'm time I requested was on uh, O.J. Simpson Tall Rambling. Yeah. And uh, you played it for me. I really appreciate it. And uh, this one, uh, I'd like to request before. Okay, I... good. Okay, we have an open line in the Broward two and date five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? Great. I have two questions for you. One is, I bought one of these uh, machines to make juice, you know, like the... Um, the Juicy Man. Like your... Oh, I love that Juicy Man, boy, with the big eyebrows. Well, yeah. Those well, Andy Rooney eyebrows. Well, is that eyes. really counted, or or that really was something like uh, you should omit from uh, trying not to take carbohydrates? What is it? Yeah. I don't understand a word you just said. Speak, say that again in English. <laughs> okay. Like the machine that I bought, it's to make juice from, like, uh, you make juice out of carrots and apples and... Vegetable juice or fruit juice, but, of course, if you want to do Atkins, you're not going to do fruit juice. Okay. That's, that was one of my questions. And then, because uh, I, I wasn't sure if, if that actually constituted um, carbohydrates. Oh, sure, of course. Okay. But, I mean, vegetables, you know, have got a lot of fiber, a lot of cellulose, like broccoli and that stuff, so it, uh, you know, you absorb the sugar in it much more slowly. But, the, like, fruit, I mean, that's like injecting sugar right into your bloodstream. Right. And especially fr fruit juice is like, uh, you know, just taking an, a sugar IV if you do fruit juice. Right. Then the other, the other question was, which is, has no uh, relevance to this, it's, uh, as far as your, your career, how come you had never actually gone um, syndicated all over the country? Is that a, you had a reason for that, or is it something that you never wanted really to do? Or? Oh, I would love to do that. Then I wouldn't sit here and beg for calls every day. But unfortunately, the people who keep promising me that they're going to syndicate the show never uh, come through. Just like Phil Henry, the same thing with him. They kept telling him they were going to syndicate. I, I don't know. He just, I mean, it must not be looking around in the right places. All right. Well, that's a shame because uh, you have a lot to say to, to the country. I'd be big in really Kalamazoo, man. I think I'm going back there. Have a great day, pal. Bye. Thanks a lot. And keep uh, squeezing it and the juice, too. No, you're right about this stuff. Yeah, it's horrible. It's like beef-flavored salt. Exactly, and, and it's slimy. I don't like my food slimy, okay? Some things I don't mind a little on the slimy side, but my food, I don't like slimy. God, that is the worst dreck I've ever, uh, in a long time, I'll tell you that. Just garbage. I had one quick bite of that, and that was more than enough for me, I'll tell you that. Just unbelievable. <laughs> Thank you. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Neil, how are you doing? Okay. Hey, uh, you were talking about the uh, carbohydrates. 
what I try to do, actually, I'm a, I'm a sugar fanatic, and I make no qualms about that. No, we don't have any sugar fanatics out there. I just made that up. You don't understand that. Oh, absolutely. I made it up. All these people are in denial, man. We, I'm the only sugar addict in America. Absolutely. I'm part of that myth, too. But Dummy uh, bastards. In any case, absolutely. Lying bunch of douchebags. They, they really are. They just they don't want to admit it. Just like yesterday, I'm talking about, am I the only person that picks up a, a thing of Ready Whip and shakes it up and then turns it upside down and once in a while eat whipped cream right out of the nozzle and nobody else called away? See, there are a bunch of liars. They're in denial. I'm the only person, no matter how gross it is, like talking about farting on an elevator. They won't admit they did it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, Phony bastard. And, and, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, bread, sugar. Uh, it's all the same. Absolutely. And, and what I try to, I try to, especially white bread. Well, all of it, but especially white bread. Absolutely. I, I try, I try to eat, you know, as much meat, salad, and cheese as I can. Yeah. But I'm addicted to sugar. So what I do is that, I, what I do is I compensate for that. I don't eat any bread, any uh, potatoes, and uh, dessert. I knock myself out. Uh, pint of fish root or half a pint of fish and what, root. And what does that accomplish yeah. for you? Well, hey, it's, uh, all, all I'm, I, I try to do the best I can, but it's really difficult. It's very difficult because I'm really... No, no, but, I, but, I, but, but you're, not, you're not answering my question. What does that do for you? What does that do? Well, it's it's better than eating bread and then later on... No, of course it's not. And putting all that sugar in your system? No, it's not. Mm-hmm. No, no, all I'm saying is better to, it's better to do one... And the other than to do, both. To do both. Yeah, absolutely. I would agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. That's so I'm saying it's better to have one yeah. pint of fish food than to have two. I would agree with that. Well, well I, I, quite I, frankly, I do have to tell you though, it's a vast improvement from what I used to eat because I started doing the Atkins side for a while and I sort of got used to it for a while. Right. And uh, the sugar part is, is really difficult for me, but you know, it, it, getting away the bread, the the, the corn. Well, I don't care about bread. The, what the corn? Uh, yeah, corn starch and uh, and that what they just said on that book of Brian thing, the corn rectum. <laughs> yeah, that's where it comes out. Well, I guess there we go. Yeah, and, and baked potatoes and stuff like that. Cool. That's with a W. And, and so the one good thing about the Atkinside is that I've I've really turned away from potatoes and stuff like okay, that. Okay, thank you. You keep this guy said the same thing four thousand times. Okay. Did, did he say the same thing at least 75,000 times there? Okay, keep it up, pal. Whatever you're doing, it made no sense. But you, he said the same thing 652,000 times there. Potato, 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 one potato, two potato, three potato, over and over and over again. Man, seriously. I don't want to say that your call was ponderous here, but please don't ever do that again. I stay with them today. I stay with them. I mean, the dials, you can hear the people out there, they're dropping the dial, and I'm not talking about the soap either, okay? That's how ponderous that call was. And all you're doing is rationalizing, sir. I don't care if you're not eating the potatoes. You're forcing, you're pushing all that sugar in there. Good stuff, ain't it? We have an open line of date, five, six, seven. I mean, for me to sit here and lecture, a man that eats all his candy and fish food and uh, Ben and Jerry's and all his sugar and all his crap because it tastes so good because I'm a goddamn addict, but at least I admit it, and I don't hear Seth sit here oh, I don't eat bread. No, I don't eat bread. I don't like bread anyway. Who the hell needs bread? You love bread. I don't even like bread. Who the hell needs goddamn bread? Bread is as tasteless as dog. Who the hell if you put sugar on it. Oh, yeah, well, maybe he does. Maybe he gets Wonder Bread and puts uh, some fish food on him. Mm. Tw- 21 till 1. <laughs> Something to think about. Somebody out there will try it. Okay, let us know how it is. 21 before 1 at 560 WQM. Hank Goldberg from uh, Shula's Take 2 at 2 o'clock. Then we got at 6 o'clock the Boog Shambi Show. And at 8.30 we got the pregame. 9 o'clock Panthers at Colorado. Not too bad. The tie last night in Phoenix. Not too good. Where do you find Hank Goldberg? Right where you hey, 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 Sports Radio 560 QAM. This station stands for nothing. Howdy! Hi, I'm Spike. And you know, when I'm driving down Route 9W on a hot summer day, 
Me and the missus always stop at Dickens. Dickens Fruit Stand. They've got everything from fruit to vegetables, homemade pies, but there is nothing like their cider. Ain't that right, honey? Uh-huh. Dickens Cider. Yes, sir. Why, even though we were late for church last Sunday, she had to have a little Dickens Cider. Uh-huh. She says there ain't nothing like it. Even my minister says his wife enjoys a little dick inside her now and then. Hey, why don't you bring some home in our protective plastic rib bottle? That way it'll stay fresh. Or you can let it sit a while and have some hard dick inside her. <laughs> it's good at lunch, good at dinner, and there's nothing like waking up with a dick inside her. Dickens Fruit Stain, just off Route 9W and Country Road 69. Open 24 hours, because after a chilly summer night, I like to snuggle up in bed with a hot dick inside. Mmm. Okay, Smith Riley's listening to him. Sure he is. The, uh, no, he's not. He's busy doing his stock things. The Nasdaq's up 58, and the Dow's up 148. Man, <laughs> I need help. Just thought you'd like to know, okay? And by the way, the uh, future's for tomorrow. Uh, we have an open line of date, 5670560 and pound 560 on the mobile one line. Maybe we ought to have Gilbert doing a stock market report. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Here's Boca. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, it's getting tough here. I'm going to have to get a regular job. Uh, big Hornets fan. Been Ben Walter case for a couple of years, and I, I, he's banned for life in New York now. And? And they won't let him ride. Do you know why? He's back. He's been driving. Oh, no, he's not back. He's barred for life. He is? Yep. Uh-huh. Starting January 1st. Good. How's Hervey Fillion doing? Uh, he's won too many boat races. Okay. Say hi to Jackie Lee, by the way. We have an open line in the day. To get the oars out. 567 Oprah. Uh, what is it? Oprah Winfrey? 567 Oprah. I like that better than 5670560. 567Oprah. It's got kind of a ring to it. And uh, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Maybe there's something in the cigar, okay? Maybe something funny now that I finally got it lit again. Here's a lady in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I want to know why you changed your no button. You had the best no button, and now this new no button is driving me nuts. I have several no buttons. But what happened? I, I have, have a no good no button. I have. Uh, no. And I have. No. And then I have. No. It's number B. Variety is the spice of life. Listen, Neil, uh, I, want no. to, I want to tell you something that my brother's been listening to. No. Yeah. <laughs> my brother's been listening to you for a long time, and he's just been talking about you. they let him out yet? Yeah, right? So I started listening in the last couple of months, and, you know, I think it's not that you're, you're not an asshole, and you're not... You know, you're just funny and you tell things like it is. Like well, you can be funny and be an asshole also. I mean, well, it's I don't know. I heard a lot of times people when say I'm an, an asshole. I mean, I've heard some bad things said about you and to, to where I've never even been interested in listening. Yeah. You know, I talk people to my say brother. that I'm an asshole? But you know what? The problem is it's this town you're in. If you were in a different town. That's right. I'm in the wrong place. You're right about that. They don't appreciate me here. They're a bunch of deadheads. You'd have a completely different show like In fact, most of them don't understand what I'm talking about. I have a what? You Like, you know, Rick and Feds and all these other people that make these shows? You could you could be more of a you know like like a Howard Stern type of guy if you were in a different town. What do you mean a Howard Stern type of guy? What would I have to do with Howard Stern? I'll tell you what you have to do with Howard Stern. I have nothing you know, to do yeah, with Howard. You're just like you're just like Howard Stern. No, I'm not. That you're to old people. Howard Stern's for the younger people. I'm talking to old people. My grandmother used to I'm talking to old people. Is that why we're number one in young males? Because I, I talk to old people. You know what? I think that's only recently. I no, it's like for the last, for the last years, 10 years. 10 years ago, I remember my grandma. 10 years ago when I used to talk to old people. I hate to break the news to you, sweetheart. President Lincoln's got a bad headache. you got to catch up with the times, honey. 
Well, stop talking to old senile people 10 years ago. No, but I'm telling call. you, the first time I ever heard your name was from my grandmother 10 years ago. Well, I couldn't believe my... That's ancient history, okay? Boy! How's Grandma doing? She's dead. Well, I figured as much. That's why I stopped doing Anyway, listen, but I want to just tell you that I, I'm starting to really kind of get a hang of it, and I think you're pretty good and pretty funny, but I like that old no button you do better. Okay. And I like that put the it again? in the oh. basket. You want? Okay, say goodbye. Get out of here. All right. Do we have like any real women down here? Do we have? No. You know what I mean? They're either drunk or they're like this. Motor mouth. You know, real jappy, this one. I mean, she was okay in her own jappy way. She's like a female Jeff Rimmer on Helium. We have two open lines in day. By the way, they had the Arizona telecast on with Doug McLeod last night, who I ordinarily find very annoying, but I did watch mostly that one. Because I didn't have to watch Denise pot band that way. Uh, five six seven oh five sixty and Tom five sixty on the mobile one line. Here's a, a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil, how's it going? Okay. Listen, I uh. Best is to be expected under the circumstances, sir. That lady left. That lady that you talked to there was driving me crazy. Anyway. No. Yeah, the no First button. First of all, yeah. anybody that would make a phone call to me about which no button I got, and then she starts giving me a song and dance about how I talk to old, old people. What if well, this woman doesn't know her ass from her goddamn... No. She's only been talking to you or listening to you for a couple of months. That's why. Yeah, right. She's uh, Listen, I can relate to your dog's uh, no wonder grandma, uh, diarrhea. Yeah. I have a nice... Oh, uh, you have bloody diarrhea? No, your, your small dog, not the, the big dog. Yeah. I have a 90-pound Rottweiler that did that on my carpet. Oh, oh my God. So and I tried to clean that carpet with uh, oh uh, everything that you can imagine and nothing. Yeah. I had to throw it away after about a year. After about a year of trying to clean it, I had to throw it away. Mm-hmm. Big mess. Yeah. So anyway, I can really. It wasn't bloody, but at least it was. Uh, it was a big mess. Okay. Well, yeah, listen. Try, try getting yourself a new dog. Get you a Shih Tzu or something. We have two open lines in Dade: five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Did Joe uh, dump that? No. Good. He, but he's very upset about that uh, Flash Gordon bit. Here's a mobile in Hallandale. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How do you do it, Neil? I do it okay. How the hell do I you do it? Right? I, I, don't know. Up I come in here today, I, I tell him up front that I'm like under the gun. I got two and a half hours sleep. My little dog had bloody. I had going to the vet this morning. i like tossing and turning because this place is tearing my kishkis out. And, and it's like, uh, you know, the same old crap. They don't come oh, to your rescue in this town. In fact, they make you work ten times as hard because they're a bunch of sadistic bastards. That's what they are. Not only Neil God, but Neil, Neil the Saint. Neil the Saint. Yeah. To put up with these people. Neil, uh, quick question. How is it possible we've never beaten Phoenix? How the hell is that possible? Meaning what? Is this Nikolai has got our number here? We've never beaten Phoenix. Not only because they're a much better team than we are. Did that oh, my God. They just kill me. They're lucky not lucky enough to come over. They're a little lucky bit to get time. a tie last night. What are you complaining about? They played well, like a shadow a of a team. I know it's a point, but uh, yeah. we should have won that game. We should have won that based game. Based on what? Uh, based on that we've never beaten this team. And at that time. Sir, let me say it again. They're playing teams that are much better teams. Sure. The fact that they even got a tie against them is a major miracle. Count your blessings, okay? Let me ask you one thing, Neil. Don't you think, I've always heard it said that you build a team around a goalie. Yeah. <laughs> Until we get a solid goalie, well, we're going nowhere. I mean, forget about scoring points. Is that a bulletin? Is that a bulletin? Well, no, but I mean, when the hell is Frank Murray going to do something about the goalie? He's not. He's not going to do something about it. Have a great day. Oh, we have an open line today. What do you need a goalie for when you got a big black guy named Peter? Huh? Anybody need a goalie? No. No way. He just uh, knocks him uh, dead before they can stick it in there. And the uh, puck too. Open line and date one at Broward. Fine. Well, we hear he's got a real uh, small penis. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the mobile one line.
anybody believe that Peter Wells got a small penis? No. Anybody really care? No. Thank you. Here's the New York City. Hello. Yeah, hi. How you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. Good. I was in Florida last week, and, and I was listening to your show, and i got to commend you for speaking hockey. I'm up here in New York, and it's all they talk about is football, basketball. Oh, well, I don't do a sports show, so why the hell would I talk about those things? Yeah, exactly. But I want to ask you a question. I mean, what do you think All they of... talk about is football 20 hours a day on this station. Uh, that's I, all I they think that they know. Right. All they talk about. Bah, 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 bah. Oh, you think Denver could do it? You think yeah, they're right, right. the same? It's the same call with a thousand different voices exactly. over and over again. Uh, do you, what's your take on the NHL the devils are, are number one. Well, what do you mean, what's my take on it? Yeah, I mean, because to what me... What do you mean, what's my take on it? They gave them a million and a half bucks, and they said they had tampered, and they waited four years to do it, which I don't understand. But, but why would they reward the devils? I mean, I'm, I'm, coming from, uh, the, I'm coming from a hockey fan, okay? I'm a New York fan. <laughs> I, well, they've got to make some money somewhere, for Christ's sakes. I watched their game last night, that tie with San Jose, oh, which was a scintillating game, by the way, and there was nobody in that joint. They're the best team in the whole conference, absolutely. and they draw nobody. They don't draw flies they don't, in that thing. They don't. Uh, uh, they sell out. When the Rangers get there, they'll sell yeah, out on the weekend. because half of them are right. Ranger fans. Right. You know, it's, but it's, it's 30%, 30 percent. That place was 30, empty 40%. last night, and when the regulation ended, when they were going to overtime, and the last few minutes of that game were phenomenal, by the way, I they know, go to overtime and the place emptied out like they had a bomb scare. It was worse than here. If you think that's bad, you got to see the Coliseum. I mean, there's nobody. I, I do there. see it. I see uh, it. There's nobody there either. Except the night that Palfi came back, they finally yeah, sold out. They, they and they said, guess two, what? We still, still stink. They have, they've had two sellouts at the Coliseum all year. Mm -hmm. Once when the Rangers were there and when Palfi got there. That yeah. was the only two. Because the ownership great. just wants to land. But anyway, back, back to the NHL. Back I mean, to having I, a great day. Okay, get out of here. We have an open line in Dade 1 in Broward. Call up Foster Hewitt, see if he's busy. 5670560 and pound 560 on the mobile one line. Calls me from New York City. Talk to me in China about New York teams. We don't care about New York teams here, sir. I had to break the news to you. Do we care about the Rangers? No. Care about the Islanders? No. Care about the Devils? No. Thank you. Here's a mobile in Kendall. Hello? Yeah. Yes, sir. Neil. Yes, I am. Yes. Uh, first time calling, Neil. Uh, just a little heads up here in the Kendall area. There is all kinds of speed traps over here, and it big reason for it that, that every day more and more they're opening up these little schools so you can take your classes after you get the tickets so that you don't have to get the points on your license. Right. But these classes I talked about policemen after hours. So it, it's a hell of a good business to be all day giving out tickets and then doing an after-hour job where, right. where you charge the people to go in there to take the points off your license. Mm -hmm. I mean, every day, every street here in Kendall is kind well, of a lot safer than standing out in the middle of the road and, uh, you know, directing traffic so the Ringling Brothers Circus can bring their mm -hmm. caravan into uh, Sunrise. I, I would think there would be less like some sort of a conflict of interest that these people after hours will be doing this kind of work. And then well, they're generating do. business for themselves. For themselves. And one hand feeds the other, you know what I'm saying? Yep. They stick one hand in their uh, rectum and they put it in their mouth. Yep. Well, I just wanted to give you that heads up if you're ever in the Kendall area. I'm, no, I'm staying out. Thanks for the good news. Okay, guys. Okay, bye. thank God we don't have that in uh, Plantation, <laughs> except on hiatus. I, I'm not going to get started. See, I'm not going to go into a thing because nobody else cares. The speed limit on hiatus should be 45 minimum, and it's 35 miles an hour. And they just sit there and they play their games and play their games. Meantime, the light at the corner of hiatus and sunrise, it's a miracle that they don't have 20 people a year killed there because the people on Sunrise Boulevard come just barreling through there. 70, 80 miles an hour. They run the light every goddamn time. People, sometimes in both directions, run that goddamn light. Now, why aren't they sitting out there on sunrise nailing the people who are trying to kill you running the light? Are they taking care of them? No. no. Because it's a lot easier, I guess, to write the, you know, speeding tickets. Oh, yeah, you're dangerous, man. You're going 47 and a 35, even though there's nothing but uh, alligators in the canal over here. There's not a human being within a million miles in any direction on hiatus between Broward and Sunrise. 
their favorite speed trap out. And by the way, plantation police chief, I'm going to find out where he lives, by the way. Anybody in this audience knows where the plantation chief of police lives and what his name is? Because I'm not going to uh, put up with his bull crap anymore. I'm serious. He's a real, he is, he's an asshole. Right. Here's a Boca. Hello. Uh, hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, I've been trying to get a hold of you since uh, Christmas, and I want you were doing a lot of requests. I'm not asking requests. I don't care. Good. We're not doing any no, requests. No, no, in fact, if somebody requested, we'll never play it again. I won't. I was just what I never heard. Uh, what is Boss? I have three things, by the way. But what does Boss and Gula mean? And I never heard. That. I used to like that sign. I never heard. It. What, is, what is that? It's Italian? an Italian soup. It's Italian wedding soup. They call no, it, it Boss and Gula. Anyway, and my other thing is uh, African tribal names. Um, I saw them like a Jenny Jones or something. Diarrhea. Uh, Diarrhea? Yeah. That, did you yeah. That one? I haven't seen that one yet. That well, I saw a lot of it this morning. Gave to a girl Diarrhea. Yeah. Um, the that other one was related is, to Diarrhea Las America. Diarrhea Las Americas. Yeah, that's that's a heck of a name. Uh, the other yeah. one is I just uh, I can't. That would be, wouldn't that be great? That's like Lamangelo and Arangelo, Diarrhea and Diario. <laughs> the Las Americas. Anyway. And have a great day. Okay, we have an open line at day one in Broward, 56704. We're going to get 5,000 calls between now and 2 o'clock. You watch. You notice how I pick these bastards up? They're not saying anything, but I don't care about that. No, I don't. I don't expect them to have any material. Just say something, for Christ's sakes. Like the thing with the bird. You know, play something, for crying out loud. Don't talk. Just play something, like with yourself, anything. Oh, we got a car here. Yeah, we missed those days. Let's bring the bird back, okay? No. I'm just kidding. Even I'm not that punchy. Even with no sleep last night, I'm not that punchy, am I? No. Oh, sorry, that's for the lady. No, no, no. no. Here's a Kendall. Hello. Neil. Yes, I am. I'm a white American gringo, and I have a cousin named Ziara. An African tribal name. Yeah. All right, let me see. Have you changed your mind on Beret? I heard you a couple of days ago said you want him here. Meaning what? Meaning that we want to get rid of Robbie. It's not going to happen, pal. He's not coming here. I would love him. I don't think they're. I don't think they're even talking to Brian Burke. I think Murray just made that up to uh, pacify the fans because he's. Uh, you know, one week he says that we can't afford him. The next week he says we're talking about. He just talks through all sides of his uh, ash. Okay, the spokesman. And let me say it again. Anybody saw that Pittsburgh Calgary game last night? Marty Straka played one of the games of his lifetime. He is phenomenal. Goal and an assist, and not only that, but every shift on the ice, scintillating, just unbelievable. You can thank Doug McLean for that. Okay. Got to send him back to goddamn Moose Jaw, wherever the hell he's from. See, he really pulled the wool over everybody, the woolly over your eyes. Doug McLean. Everybody, oh, he's a real great guy. You know, he got, he got lucky. They got hot for a couple of months when he happened to be here. And right away, oh, he's a genius. He's there. They shouldn't have got rid of him. He wouldn't know talent if they stuck it up his ass. Okay, you can tell him I said that. Not a bad guy, but a real hard ass. Didn't like Marty Strzok, who's only got 18 goals now, by the way, and is playing his brains out. Just unbelievable. We should only kill for a player like that on this team. Nice going, Dougie. And by the way, Tim Horton says he's not getting you no more signatures on those petitions either. 12.56, and not only that, but he has a message for you. Bow wow, peak cow kick. Four minutes before one at QAM. You know something? She, what was her name again? Rachel Alexander. Rachel Alexander. She was the epitome of what South Florida is all about. She was the perfect sports writer, the hockey writer. She would know a hockey puck from a stale lender's bagel, from that dreck that you were just trying to peddle me here, that salty Saul Fleischman stuff. It was really gross. Right. She wouldn't know a, a puck from a salty old piece of meat. In fact, she's probably seen a few salty old pieces of meat, that Rachel Alexander. Maybe that's how she got the job. Jack Lynx sucks. I know he does. Three minutes before a one at 560 WQM. I didn't think it's so salty, by the way. 
the Neil Rogers Show, now on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Hey, buttheads, it's the one to two hours. All right. Okay. He's a wonder boy toy. Had a major win start. Watch the Hershey Highway. And reading Martha Stewart. He's winning lots of races, baby. And the coveted women's house. Spirit Earnhardt was no mistake. Just getting mud for the dumb. Boys of the rainbow. Sport, sport. There's the water Nazi is the new general manager, the sales manager, she's the national sales manager. Gary Sarner is president of operations for Beasley Broadcasting, and who am I leaving out? I guess that's it. That's the uh, triumvirate. Like Greg, uh, he's taking a few weeks off. We have two open lines in Dave, 5670560, and he's going to uh, take a course in communications. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Okay, thank you, and back at you. Open line in uh, Broward, two and Dave, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Fort Lauderdale on six, hello. 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 Yes, sir. Hi. Is this Neil? Is this you? Yes, it is. Neil, you're the best, man. I got to tell you. Yeah. Real, man. Neil, you should be a senator. We would have less problems in this world. Yeah, Senator Corleone, President Corleone. Okay, get a new phone. We have an open line in Broward, another President Avante. Open line in Broward, two and date, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's uh, Miami Beach. Hello. Hello. What's, what's wrong with these damn kids, Neil? Hey, uh, Neil, you're always talking about, uh, like, weight loss and stuff. 
Hello? I'm listening. Oh, okay, so far, no. it's going to be a short one, I can tell, but go ahead. Oh, short one? Well, no, no. Well, you're always talking like that. I have uh, a short one. <laughs> yeah, well, you're Jewish, that's why. Uh, hey, How do you uh, know? <laughs> um, you're always talking about... How do you know? You're checking them out? I check, well, yeah, I check out mine in the mirror. I'm Are Jewish. you Jewish? Yeah, I'm And a you Jewish. also have a short penis? Uh, yeah, it's, you know. Oi! Okay. Oi! Um, Does it still work? It works just fine. Great, now. there you go. That's all that counts. Um, no, but... Yeah. I was, I, uh, like, seven months ago at this time, I was, like, I weighed 215. Yeah. How tall are you, about 5'2"? I'm six foot. Six I weigh... 215. It's not too bad. Not, no, not you know bad. what I weigh now, though, Neil? 186. Nope. 165. Yeah. 165, and I'm all You six, can probably see your penis now. And I'm, I see everything, man. I look great. I'm all six. I have six packs. I have... You can Two see packs? everything. Now, I understand, you know, your metabolism is a little slower. You're older. I do do a lot of exercise. You do do, yeah. That's yeah, probably why you lost the weight. As a matter of fact, I'm do doing right thought, now. Probably weighs about two pounds now. Hey, but <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, what I was. So what? Gonna, what are you trying to say? What are you? Well, what are you no, hopping here? Say, you talk, all right, I took that. I did the Atkins. You for took a while. what? I did the Atkins. Yeah. And it's just very. I found it very hard to stick to it. There's no. And it is so hard. You're you're right. You're absolutely on no, target. There was no taste. I, I think the way I, to do it is have your taste buds scraped off. I think that would do it. You know what? I, and it's funny because I'm a junk food junkie, but you know when I was on Atkins, you know what I missed the most? And Just what like is that? the fruits and the vegetables. And I, I didn't even eat them that often. You can often. eat vegetables on the Atkins. Well, like, well, I'm talking more like Watch tomatoes. Watch out for those fruits, though. Like tomatoes are a fruit, I guess. Yeah, but you can have your tomatoes. You can? Uh-huh. Well, that's, well, that's what I was going to tell you. for the first Tomatoes two... don't metabolize like bananas and the apples and stuff like that. Well, in two months, I lost 30 pounds. In fact, if you got a friend that's on the Atkins, the best way to get him all that potassium is to... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, well, what I was going to I'm listening. Oh, no, I, I, I lost... So, I... Why are you so, why are you so uh, defensive? No, no, I'm not. I'm I saying hello like I'm going to hang up on you or something. Uh, well, you know, because... I might. Uh, Sometimes that happens. Um, no, I lost 30 pounds yeah. in two months. By doing, was, you still haven't told us by doing what? Yeah, no, no, hold on. You, oh, that's why I get defensive. Well, let's hold, get to it. Okay, because I was eating mostly salads. Shallots? Yeah, shallots. You know baby. our friend Marcello with the shallots? I was eating shallots. Maybe the spokesman eats shallots. Maybe that's why he talks like that. Yeah, well, no, but and and the fat-free dressings and stuff. Right. You know? Well, forget about fat-free. That's but but they do have a great uh, low-carb man. I forget the name of the brand. I'll have to check it out. It's like uh, in a, in a jar in the uh, in the produce section where they have all the salad dressing. But Uncle, you low carb. Will you listen to me? Yes, People sir. are hanging on my every word. Okay. Low-carb blue cheese, and they have different the other kinds too. Just sensational. And it's got like almost no carbohydrates in it. Okay, but this, well, you know why I'm saying this? Because. To a slop on your shallots. No, no, because yeah? you, you say it's, you say it's bubble with all this bad free garbage. Stuff it is. You know what? But it worked for me. Well, that's good. If it works for you, uh, gaze it up. a little bit. Yeah. Why don't you swim or something? Why don't I swim? Yeah, I think today would be a good day to go out swimming. Okay, I'll give it a try. Good luck, pal. Zagazun. Happy Zuckus. Okay, there's a Jewish young man who can finally see his penis. Oh! We have an open line, and he's not too pleased about it either. Open line and date, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. He just discovered he's an underachiever. Here's Coconut Grove. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing, man? Great. Hey, uh, flan, it's great. Maybe you had a bad experience if you ever tried it. Oh. But, but you know, it Zabaglione, the Italian that woman was right yesterday. Zabaglione, and it also has got that scum on the bar. You know, Neil, it just depends on the way some people make them but you know if i understand it could be like watery down but the ones that like my mother makes or my grandmother great sperm yeah, with yeah. a caramel over it oh man 
The great. what all over with? Caramel. Oh, caramel. I thought you said something else. <laughs> anyway, yeah. and also, George Didn't was it sound like he said something else? It sounded like, uh -huh. no, I don't want to say it. Go ahead. Anyway, uh, George bucket. was talking yesterday about chicharrones. Chicharrones, yes. Uh, chicharrones. That's great for uh, the Atkins diet. Is that related to rice -aronis? No, no. Hey, have what, you heard? What, what is it? It's a uh, pork skin rice. fried. It's what? It's a pork pork skin fried. Oh, like pork rinds, yeah. You know, but it, it's yeah, it's pork good. rinds are okay in the Atkins. But how many? I mean, how many pork rinds can you eat? They're so dry, it leaves you gasping for oxygen. Well, no, when I was doing the Atkins, the man, thing. that was my lunch, you know. Not the bag stuff. And a Catherine from wait, 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 they're, they're what? The real stuff, not the bag stuff. No, that it's completely different. I mean, you can't even compare it. Chicharrones? Maybe somebody will bring me some. I will. I will. I will. Great. Listen, um. Uh, you know the complaints of uh, people calling about that sound on the radio? Uh -huh. Have yeah. you ever heard it yourself? No. Do uh, you, you want to hear it? Because I have it on a, on a tape. Okay. Okay, listen to this. Yo. Did you hear that? Oh, my God. I mean, and, That's and on the air? That's on the air, man. And it happened today, like... See, now, and you mentioned on today of all days that I'm so disenchanted with this goddamn Mickey Mouse place where everything is so uh, bum-forked, man. Why don't these people make an effort to be a real goddamn radio station? Why won't they make a commitment, get these people some good equipment, and stop trying to potchkey around? This this is a joke. And it happens all the time. I'm so embarrassed to work on this, uh, but I will take the money, but I'm embarrassed. Hey, can I call someone a douchebag? Go ahead. Frank, uh, you're a major douchebag. Okay, bring me some chitarrones. I will, guys. Arrivederci. We have an open line, and well, what are you smiling about? I'll try a chicharroni, huh? And a Pappy Rooney. I do like my Pappy Rooney. It's uh, nine minutes after uh, one at five sixty. So what am I? I guess I'm not going to get anything, huh? For lunch? If you want. I'll well, I mean, you, you tried to peddle me that piece of well, uh, salty, uh, slimy yeah, meat. It sucks. Sorry. I don't want your salty, fruit. slimy meat, don't okay, Mister? Jesus Christ! <laughs> don't say picture in front of Jesus. Oh man! Um.
16 to 560 WQM. I'm devastated over that default business, you know. First, I thought it was the Bardini business, but the default business. I mean, it wasn't bad enough, the rumor thing, okay? It took forever and ever. It took about, like, uh, four or five years for him to finally uh, come to grips with that. And from the sound of that tape I played before, he still hasn't come to grips with it. And now this uh, Rick and Sud thing. How, how could you be paranoid of Rick Riley, okay? I mean, being paranoid of rumor, that's embarrassing. But being paranoid of Rick Riley? Come on. Come on, Defoe, lighten up a little bit, will you? And lose some goddamn weight. Here's a mobile and Kendall. Hello. Neil? Yes. What are you feeding your dog to give it the crap? What am I feeding it? Dog food. Dog food generally makes dogs <coughs> crap. There you go. Try it. We have an open line in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT. Maybe it was the ground glass. That might have done it. Here's a, a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Uh, Happy New Year, Neil. Same to you. I'm concerned about your dog. I know what area you live in, and I. Uh, is, is the dog on University Drive? Is the dog on University? Yeah, right yeah. at the corner there. He's running around in traffic on the corner of Sunrise uh, University. Well, uh, what, what does that mean? Is that the animal hospital you brought him to? I, I'm not going to tell anybody where the animal hospital is I brought him to. He's uh, somewhere out there in Plantation. Well, what difference does it make? Well, there, there's a female veterinarian in your area. I know where you are. Yeah, I, I, I'm just going to suggest that you get a second opinion because she's awful. A second opinion. I'm worried about your dog. A second opinion? No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. I mean, uh, how I'm do you? The dog business, a second not opinion animal. about what? Well, whatever she tells you, I would suggest you get a second opinion. Yeah. I brought in two dogs in two days and got two misdiagnoses. So. Yeah, I've had misdiagnoses at this place before too, and I'm but it, it was uh, I had no choice. And they have, and they changed vets like McDonald's employees. Right, that's the one. Is that the one I'm talking about? Yes. And it's a female veterinarian. Well, that's, uh, they got female, they got male, they got some I'm not too sure about. They got all kinds of, like you said, they change like we change underwear every day. Right, right. Every week. Because well, I, I think I know where she is, and I just wasn't very happy there, and I'm in the dog business. Well, I was real unhappy last time I went there a few months ago, and uh, we'll see what happens this time. Right, well, maybe, uh, maybe it just won't work out. Okay, thanks a lot. In fact, uh, this morning, when after I cleaned up that mess, <laughs> I thought, see, I know right where to take him. Two open lines in Broward, five six it's called getting even. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless. He's kinda like Paulie. Remember Paulie? Oh, won't see him no more. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Great. Listen, uh, my dog had the exact same problem yours did. I I mean this is not the first time my dog has had bloody stool, <laughs> okay? Oh, this this was horrendous. Basically my dog ate a lamb bone and it like scraped its way out yeah. through the intestine nice. and it was yeah. And uh, it's just spent a lot of money, and basically the doctor said, well, it'll be okay. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to let you know. I don't, know, I just I don't think he ate no lamb bone. Well, <laughs> there's a line there somewhere. I know. <laughs> Bye. Okay, thanks. Uh -huh. 
We have an open line in day two in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. We're rolling along, singing a song. People are worried about my dog's problem, which is very nice. Because like I said yesterday, people who aren't dog lovers are real assholes, especially people that are obsessed with cats. You walk into a house, and people that like ferrets, I mean, let me ask you something. Does a ferret in a uh, litter box like a cat, where does a ferret besides anywhere it wants? No, seriously. Rick, where does a ferret do its business? I See, I don't understand. There's so many, like, reasonable pets. I mean, we don't all have to be the same. It's like the vanilla ice cream. thing. Maybe dogs and cats are boring, parakeets, cockatoo, whatever. But, I mean, a ferret for a, uh, I don't know, a weasel? Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, man? Okay, man. How's everything going? Okay. Hey, you know what? You hung up on me before, but... Okay. Open line in Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. How about that? It worked again, didn't it? Did it work again, sir? Uh-huh. Good. I'm glad it worked for you. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Happy New Year. Same to you. Um, I'm with that guy about the flan. Because if you haven't tasted, you know, flan from different bakeries or whatever, yeah. I mean, I well, first of all, flan is loaded with sugar anyway, so the last thing in the world I need to be eating uh, be flan. Oh, uh, I made I made two for the holidays with cream cheese. Yeah. Oh, the best. Mm-hmm. Nice, firm, no oozing. No oozing. No, no, nothing, nothing wet. I mean, awesome. Yeah. And to that guy, he says that you're uh, always talking about black people. Maybe you should put on that uh, Darnell learn to spell. So he can so he can learn how to spell. Okay. Have a great day, pal. Whatever you be saying. P H A T. That what he did then. We have an open line in uh, Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. And the guy that before with that circuitous thing about the veterinarian, you know, I mean, uh, what am I going to do? Am I going to take off from work today and uh, run around, hop around from vet to vet and see, uh, what, I mean, what the hell are you going to do? You go to a place where you've been before, and even though you were a little, uh, you know, dubious at times, you hope for the best. And if not, uh, okay, where are we go? Here's, uh, here's Fort Myers. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, first, I'd like to, uh, to ask you for two things. First yeah. is a request. No. Uh, Ganja be good. And no. Be Second good. thing, no, no request. Second thing, uh, I would like to let you animals. know of a method where you could eliminate weight loss probably for the rest of your life if, you're fo- if you follow it in a discipline. Oh, I know how you do that. You do it, Dr. Jack. Well, I- I'm talking about why your heart's still beating. Yes. Um, the key is uh, adding a sufficient amount of water to the foods that you eat and i know that you're a lot like your steak you pour a lot of water into the steak no, is that how you do you pour the water in your mouth while you're eating the steak or just after pour the water in your mouth while you're eating the steak okay so let me envision this i got a, a, a big forkful of delicious juicy uh ribeye from roots chris and right. i put that on and then before i chew it no I, no not before you chew it yeah you chew it you enjoy the flavor you swallow it yeah. And then a little bit of water. Because in nature, our systems are designed... So that is the most ludicrous thing no, no, I have ever heard. Out. So I know you're a logical some... guy. No, not, not logic. There is no logic to it, okay? There is no yeah. logic. I drink water with all my meals, and it doesn't do have any effect on losing weight. In fact, there are many people who say you shouldn't drink water with you. You shouldn't drink very much beverage at all with your meals. You should drink it between meals. Think about how processed. If it's got nothing are. to do with thinking, sure okay. I'm just telling you, you can't. Drinking water will not pump. make you lose weight, okay, sir. It will not. Another Fort Myers call, okay. Another guy. He, he got lost on the road to Arcadia. Get back on Road 70 or whatever it is up there, and uh, get to the joint where they're before it's too late. 
two open lines in Dade, 56705. They're all experts, baby. No matter what I say, I don't know nothing. They're all experts. They got the answer. Take a lot of water, okay? <laughs> pour it on you in your puss. Pour it in your rectum. And just have a great time. You'll lose weight. It'll just uh, melt off. Just like that guy with the ad in the paper today with his uh, pel pills he's peddling. Here's a mobile in uh, Hialeah. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, speaking about nasty animals, ferrets are the nastiest animals on the earth. Yeah. In. Okay, get, get a new phone. Call me back, okay, with the ferret report. He said that ferrets are the most obnoxious, disgusting uh, piece of crap. Let's eliminate the flames. That's what they were saying in Pittsburgh last night. We have an open line in day one in Broward, 5670560 in pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in West Palm Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay. I have a question for you. How can I get a copy of that uh, Gordon's Gay song you just had on? Can't do it. No? No. Oh, man, I want to buy that. i got a friend that needs to hear that. Yeah. I'm fat, too. And? Well, drink a lot of water while you're uh, talking, looking at your Jeff Gordon pictures. Uh, oh, I mean Flash Gordon pictures. We have two open lines in Broward. Sorry about that, Joe Costello. It's Flash Gordon. Open line in Broward, 5670. Oh, Joe is not speaking to us today since I played that. In fact, I played it twice today because it was uh, mildly amusing, I thought. Joe is not speaking. He's uh, boycotting the show. His battery's out in the hallway with uh, Josh Friedman. No, I'm boycotting. Oh, okay. Well, were you disturbed by that? No, it's funny, actually. I thought so. I knew you wouldn't be disturbed. Not if you know what's good for you. Okay, we have two open lines in Broward, 5670560. He don't care. I mean, once we get the new studio up there, he's going to be working on Hank shows, what I am. <laughs> that's the rumor. I'm, that's the popular rumor that I'm hearing. Isn't that true? No. No, seriously. I hear that he's fighting nip and tuck with all the other guys over there to uh, produce the Hank Goldberg show. No. Is the rumor I'm hearing? No, no. Here's Plantation. Hello? Plantation. There's definitely somebody on this phone. Can you hear it? Can you hear somebody? Oh, I heard it. You be there in Plantation, or is this just a waste of everybody's time? Like I said, a waste of everybody's time. Two open lines in Broward, 5670560, pound 560. That was probably my vet. Here's a mobile in uh, Miami Lakes. Hello? Yeah, I'm Neil. Yes, sir. I just heard that they announced that they had settled the NBA strike. Yeah. And they had the player spokesman on. The spokesman, and, yeah. Yeah, and they anticipate starting the season. He's speaking for the Players Association. Yes. He said they will definitely start the season between four weeks and a month. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, he left out the turd. There's four in the turd uh, weeks in a month. Right. So maybe uh, he just left out the uh, you turd. The turd. So I just thought I'd mention that. It's okay, I'd be thanking you very much. Yes. Two billion dollars in aggregate payroll and four weeks in a month. And thank God we don't care. Yes, we do. Okay. We don't care. Go away, NBA. We don't care. Take your balls and uh, go hide them somewhere. We don't care. Make believe season because you want the money and you didn't have any principle in the first place and you lied right up till they took it right down to the wire and then they caved in like a goddamn old leaky roof. Just caved right in. Because we'd be wanting the money, baby. we got to put the bread on the table. got to put the bread on the table. Come on. By the way, we're going to be replaying that interview with Edger and James <laughs> later on. 126 at 560 WQA. And a great way to sample Nick's great cigars is to join them at the annual Miami Big Smoke. George is going to be there. It's hosted by Cigar Aficionado. George gets in free. You don't, by the way. It's being held on January 12th. That's next Tuesday from 7 to 10 p.m. at the Grand Ballroom of Lowe's Miami Beach. Now, is this a dressy? It sounds like a real uh, dressy thing. Um, yes. Yes. Now, you got to get a tux for this? Get no, all... no. Just I have a tux jacket, but yeah. I just wear a tie with it. You wear what? A tie. Just a tie. George will be there naked with a tie. 
The night features complimentary cigars, food, wine, and spirits. The Big Smoke always sells out, so call for tickets today. It's a New York number, 212-481-0330. When you call up there in New York, ask if the garbage is still over over the street. No, it's not all over the street, is it? No. Now, Rudy Giuliani cleaned it up big time, baby. All right, ladies, gather around. The band is ready. On the count of three. One, two, three. From the grassy course, I will move on to the bars where we all play. We are angry, like school battles, those who are anti-gay. Short hair folk, one grouse back asses. We strap on our rubber. Declare to all old that we will get in our mix. Our houses are all humming, our batteries are full. We make our choices early as to who will push over. And we say to young Republicans, some shirts went too much starch. Excuse me, soldier. Are you from Rotor Rotor or just happy to see me? 132 at 560 WQAM. Uh, uh, open line of day. Boy, these cigars are great, but once you start eating them, 5670560 oh, and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Fort Lauderdale, hello. Yeah, I, I want to know what you have against old people. Against what? Old people. Are you an old people? Well, I'm 78 years young. Yeah. Oh, so you're always talking about old people. You're not old. You're uh, some phony with a phony accent. You're not old. The last time I spoke to you, you said, what bus in the Bronx did I get off? Yeah, what bus did you get off? I did it. Well, I... get back on and go back there, will you? We don't, we don't mind old people just if they're from the Bronx. Thanks, Chuck. Chuck from the sub-center just brought me in a great lunch. Thank you so very much. A nice Atkins lunch, by the way. little meatball action there, a little cheese, a little onions, not too much. Open line at Broward, two and date, 5670560, pound 560. See, when you have no material, you make a fake call, like that one right there with a real bad accent. He wouldn't know the Bronx if they sent him loose right in third base at Yankee Stadium. He still wouldn't know where the hell he was, even if a Freddie Prince showed up. Freddie going to be showing up? No. Here's uh, Bell Glade. Hello. Neil? Yes, sir. I'm calling from beautiful Bell Glade. Well, I'm sorry. The sugar capital of the world. Uh-huh. Did you know that? Yes. Well, uh, I really just You're want to know people, that. Man. You're Pardon killing us, man. You're killing us. You're killing us. No, no, no. I have nothing to do with it. I was born and raised in West Palm. Yeah. And I just transferred over here. Like I, I said, they're killing us. I made the mistake a couple of months ago of saying something bad about sugar here in my office. Mm-hmm. They thought they thought gave me a blanket party. Mm-hmm. You know what that is, right? Yes, I do. Also, my second thing I want to tell you about. Yeah. The guy that wrote that song about Gordon was Dale Earnhardt. And Dale Earnhardt. Okay, thank you. Okay, we have a note. Don't get uh, Joe Costello all bent out of shape. Mike. He's just barely hanging on by his toenails right now. And if he starts hearing this other stuff, he just uh, won't be able to handle it. Two open lines in date, 600 open lines in date, 4,000 open lines in date, or wherever the hell they are. I have no idea where they're coming from. They're coming from all over the goddamn place, including some real wackos there on the West Coast. I feel so bad for our listeners over on our West Coast because the people who call in here, if they really live over there with you, like I said, that's reason enough to feel real bad for you. Five six seven oh, and then of course you got the Beasleys to deal with. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. 
just like you see that dinner. You know what that dinner was? That dinner with Chris, with Greg and his wife and that whole bit. You know what that was? That was a substitute for, you know, talking about getting an 800 line for the West Coast people, for really doing anything like equipment-wise, phone system-wise, any, uh, you know, ready-watt-wise, any kind of a wise. That was a substitute. Did it work? No. No. I mean, it was nice, a nice social thing. It was delicious. It was uh, very nice. I didn't have to pay for it, which is a miracle, by the way, unless uh, they pick up the tab themselves. That was, that was very nice. It was a pleasant evening. But does it substitute in any way, shape, or form from doing business? No. See, they don't get that here. It's like not in their vocabulary, doing business. Here's a lady in Pompano. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. Hi. Um, a pleasure talking to you. So far. Um, <laughs> you were asking about ferrets earlier. Mm-hmm. I have one, and I have to tell you that it's an endless pile of crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, oh. In other words, if you like crap, this is a pet for you. Yeah. So I got. Nice okay, talk thanks. To you. Well, a lot of people like crap. Okay, she must like it because she's got one. She said. Although I forgot to ask her if they uh, did a uh, if they have their own litter box. You think they do their crap in a litter box? Well, we'll find out. We have an open line and see in Rick Riley's house they got ferrets. They just do it right on the <laughs> living room floor. And of course, after he goes to the library up there in Boca, he don't smell the difference because see, I don't understand that business about how everybody knows that woman that the. Uh, Boca Library. I don't get that. I mean, it's just what are the odds? Are they what? Well, like, what? There are four million people more than that here in South Florida, and the odds of my coming on the air saying I heard Rick and Suds talking about a smelly a homeless lady who uh, hangs out at the library in Boca, and then you're telling me that your wife knows her, knows of her. Well, why, why do you? That why makes you, it sound like they're friends or something. She's a homeless. She has woman. lunch with your wife every week. They. Yeah, what do you mean with she the wife? Brown bag the house. Hit. Yeah. At the house, the new one or the old one. She used to work at the Boca Library. In fact, that's why George had a move. She used to come by the house for lunch, and they had a <laughs> fumigant. Yeah. So why don't and they, they can't clean kick her out? Why the... can't they clean her up or bathe her or something? Why don't they put a shower in there in the library? They've had meetings about this. They one, can have a power shower. The family that reads together showers together. Isn't that the way it works? Huh? Yes. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Put a goddamn shower in there. It'll solve the problem. Get her some damn clothing in there. Buddy Nevins will cough up the money and uh, take care of her. He's real worried about the homeless. All those good charities that he's donating so heavily to. By the way, thanks very much for all the great articles, all the coverage all around town. The newspapers, TV stations, Neil Rogers raises over 150 grand for Center One. Was there one word? No. Anything anywhere? No. Thank you very much. Not that we expected it, but uh, thanks for living up to our expectations because uh, you're useless. No sé si ir al baño. Friends, how much did you spend on beef jerky last year? $10,000? $20,000? Well, your digestive troubles are over with a revolutionary new jerky mix. Yes, for the price of a cup of coffee and the cost of our machine, you could be ready to make pounds and pounds of deluxe, low-fat, limited-edition, bipartisan mock beef jerky byproduct. For five simple payments of just a few low monthly installments of merely the amount of money being asked by us for you to pay for this fine product, plus shipping and handling and state and local sales tax, plus delivery costs, you can be only a couple short payments away from being in the early stages of financing what is guaranteed to be a simulated food stuff that will stay in your family even longer than the beef jerky stays in your colon. How does it work? Well, that's all explained in our easy-to-follow 75-page low-calorie Japanese instruction manual. Just call 1-800-JERKY-ME and you'll be the pride of your bowling league. Hey, how's Ron Popeil doing, baby? Oh! Uh, have, you ever, have you ever seen the one for the uh, dehydrator with the jerky? Have you ever seen Oh, that's sure. a, one of my favorites. I'm not sure whether I like the pasta maker the best. The one that's got that stuff oozing out, you know, the red and the green and the yellow, and people are like gagging <laughs> out the audience and falling all over each other. 
And he does it with a straight face. Oh, yeah, you can make herky-jerky and turkey. And then the cross-eyed bit sits on there. You know, oh, yeah, wow, look at that. Where's the money, Ron? Here's Hialeah. Hello. Neil, how are you? Great. 1999 is starting kind of slow, eh? It's, uh, it's, you know, what it is. It's what it is for this town. Listen, Neil, I'm a personal fitness trainer. Yeah. And for years I bought that whole story with a low-fat diet. I prescribed it to people. I've worked with athletes. I've worked with a lot of junior guys. Um, in junior hockey in Canada, you know, developing for the NHL. Yeah. For years, I believed in that crap. Well, Graham James worked with a lot of those junior guys. Yeah, too. he sure did. Yeah. Unfortunately. When in doubt, he worked them out. Yeah, he sure did. Crap. But um, I heard of your show when I moved down here, and it was just about the time when you started talking about the Atkins diet. And I bought the book. I tried it on myself. I tried it on a couple of clients that were really, really uh, overweight. Let me tell you, I swear by it. I do How do you not, like that? I do not prescribe a low-fat, high-carb diet to anybody. I don't care who they are. Right. It just doesn't work. Sure way to kill somebody, I'll guarantee you that. Well, I believe it. Sure, you know, you're right. put them right on the road to heart disease with that uh, low-fat, high-carb. It's a bunch of crap. Yeah. Listen, one quick question. I caught the other day that bit with a guy from Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Is that something that Phil Henry did, or is that just something that, you know... No, believe it or not, Phil Henry did not do that. How do you like that? Well, it sounded fantastic. It is. If uh, you have a chance... You know, I'd like to hear it again because I only caught the tail end of it. It was funny. You mean though. we didn't play that today? I didn't hear it today. This is Debbie. Yeah, hi, Debbie. I'm interested in getting some operations done. Okay. And some body contouring and some liposuction. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if you had some tummy tuck and uh, lip augmentation, cosmetic breast surgery, facelift, all of these things. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering... What would you like to start with? Well, I, I need to get everything done. Probably the first thing I'd like to have removed is my uh, my thing. Okay, we don't do that. No. Could you do breast implants, though? Uh, it can be done, but mm -hmm. I don't know what they would do it right away. It puts the lotion in the basket. Mm-hmm. How much? Uh, 5000 Excellent. I'd like to have my skin resurfaced, too. Mm hmm Laser surgery. Mm-hmm. Have the lambs stopped crying yet, Mommy? Excuse me? Don't hurt Mommy's little baby. It puts the lotion in the basket. I'd like to get the liposuction that I saw on TV. Okay. Can you make me look more like a woman? Well, we'll have to see you first, and then upon looking at you, we can tell you that when we see you. Should I wear my skin suit made of body parts, Mommy? Uh, if you'd like to. It puts the lotion in the basket. Would you like to make an appointment? Yes. Okay, um, there is a $100 consultation fee. That's fine. Okay. Okay, um... My name is Buffalo Bill. Okay, let me get a little Mommy. information from you, okay? Just Mommy. one moment. You, it right? puts the lotion in the basket. I understand. It puts the lotion in the basket. Do you want to come in for a consultation? For it puts the lotion in the basket. Uh, okay. Do you, would you like to make an appointment, or do you want to call me back? Or? It puts the lotion in the basket. I understand. I've got my skin suit and nipple necklace. Bill. It puts the lotion in the basket. I understand that. Would you like to It puts the lotion in the basket. Would you like to make an appointment? It puts the lotion in the basket. Okay, I will talk to you another time, okay? It puts the lotion in the basket. Hello? 145. Now, what do you mean that's on there so long at the end? What does that mean? That you're not going to put it on the original. It just went on and on and on and then it clunk. Oh, yeah? That's so a nice logical ending. Oh, I see. Now, did Phil Henry do that? that, that? No. Are you sure? Two open lines a day, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Hollywood. Hello. 
Hey, good afternoon, Neil. Yes, sir. Happy to you. Happy Wednesday. It's been a long time since I talked to you. But I'll let you know, I still like Rick Riley. There you go. I, now, I told... see, I, now I, I, you know something? I should have taken a poll. Maybe we'll do it tomorrow. I should have taken because I feel really bad if you believe that about this default thing because he's taking this very personally and it's business and he's taking it personal and uh, it's obvious he's all bent out of shape. I mean, Rick and Suds, I've worked with them for years and not everybody who listens to the Neil Rogers show listens to the rest of the station. That's obvious. And so for people who, you know, who don't listen to the worst team, I thought it would be okay to mention, you know, like Rick and Suds who are over there at 940 in the morning, uh, <laughs> stupid talk between 6 and 10 a.m. and they need some help because Clear Channel is cheap and they'll give them any promotion and what's wrong with that? But default is psychotic. About it. he's suicidal. Tico's doing all right. He's over at uh, Shlomi's right now, giving away free uh, hockey tickets. Probably, probably another one of his 85 gigs that he's got going. <laughs> I think so. Uh, but anyway, just wanted to call you and say uh, we're still here listening, and uh, I just want to call one of my good friends, one of your good friends, a douchebag. Yeah. Uh, hey, Stem, if you're listening, you're a douchebag. Now, let me ask you before you go. What uh, now? What about uh, those stock reports on the Rick and Sud show? Uh, I don't listen to them all the time. Okay, have a great day. <laughs> that was a diplomatic way of saying, does he want to hear him? No. No, we don't. We want to cut it out, Rick. Stop doing that. We can't stand it. Open line in uh, Brown. It's, it's, just, it's just so it doesn't fit in. It doesn't fit in. It's like turning on Dr. Laura and hearing her talk about bloody <laughs> diarrhea. It, it just doesn't fit in. This show, you expect to hear about bloody uh, <laughs> diarrhea, and you did, for my, thanks to my little dog. Thanks, Tiny. One open line a day, one in Broward, the Hank Goldberg Show from Shula's at 2 o'clock this afternoon as we get approaching that big sports weekend, baby. Oh! You're fired up in, uh, in the NBA. They settled the deal. You excited about that? No. Good. We're not. We're not. In fact, if they cancel everything after the Super Bowl's over, cancel everything except the NHL, and then uh, we can calm down a little bit. I'll be happy. Talk about important things like bloody diarrhea. Here's the mobile in Key West. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, hi. My name is Juan Carlos. Yeah, sure. Okay, we have uh, open line at day one at Broward. Find all the little spicks, man. You know, you make such a tremendous contribution to this uh, show. Maybe it's a reflection of the great contribution that you've made to this community. You think there's any similarity there? Uh-huh. Uh -huh. We're always hearing about how... What? That wasn't a spick. The hell it wasn't. That was a redneck spick. Juan Carlos. That was a, a redneck spick from the uh, southern part of Cuba. That's right. He was from the deep south. Hey, listen, we got problems with your people on this show, okay? We've had a rift. We've had a stake driven between us. I think it's one of those Palomino stakes driven between us and all of our Hispanic friends out there who are closet listeners out there because, God forbid, anybody should know they listen to that maricón on the radio, huh? Let's take a, a mobile in Pompano. Hello? Mobile in Pompano. Hey, Neil. Yeah, yes, sir. Question for you. Uh, what's the story, uh, any uh, news on uh, Podfang? There is no story and there is no news. No news. No. Nope. And uh, you'd think pretty soon something would have to something would have to happen. Yeah, I'm just wondering because uh, with the Canadians losing uh, Hackett now for a while, and I don't know if they were still shopping. Because uh, I mean, they they need. Oh, did Hackett they, get hurt? They need go. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Well, that's what they had up on uh, the Panther game last night. Uh, they were saying Hackett got injured. Well, and maybe that opens up the door in Montreal again. I mean, you'd, you'd think that he'd want to play there. He's from Quebec. He's a frog. He'd fit in there. But, of course, there's a lot of pressure there, but he, he's used to that. But, uh, I mean, the Canadians need desperate help. They're, they're, in, they're out. They're in big trouble. They're not going to make the playoffs. But you're right. The, they need serious help. Is the coaching job there on the wire, too? Or? Oh, sure. The general manager, Rajon Ool, you won't be seeing him no more. <laughs> he's going to sleep with the fishes with, uh, the, uh, with the, what's his name, Harold Ballard. Yeah, him and, him and Savard should have gone uh... Out a long time ago. Well, that's the way it goes. The eh? Leafs are having a big year. That's all that oh! counts. Yeah. Life well, is sweet. You think there would be the change in the conference or the fact that they got uh, Curtis? 
Well, what do you mean the change in the conference? Right, most of their wins, like most the of, listen, will you listen to me? Most of their wins are against the Western Conference. They're 14-2-1 against the West. In fact, they're probably wishing they would have stayed in the West right now. They'd have 70 points. Oh, I didn't know their record was so high in the West. Yeah, the Western Conference, they've, been, they, they've swept Detroit three games. They beat Phoenix 5-2. to two. They're uh, killing the West, baby. Great. Well, you just got to learn to play a little bit against those boring trap teams in the East, and they'll be okay. That's right. All right, thanks for the info. Okay, have a great day. Eh? Bye. See you around, eh? We have an open line at Broward, 2 and Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the prestigious AT&T wireless line. Where do you find Hank Goldberg? Right where you got it. Sports Radio 560 QAM. You stand on your hands and knees and lick my boots. Hi, this is Janet Jackson, and my new album sucks. So I've got Juan Valdez here. You got that coffee, huh? See. Si. As I said in Newsweek, I love coffee enemas. See, si. decaf in the back half. That's why I'm opening up my chain of coffee enema places called Starbucks. See, Starbucks. Starbucks. We've secretly replaced Janet's coffee with piping hot Folgers crystals. Juan, you got those gloves on? See. 